It's time to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm here at the table with. I am David Wong. I play Nine, see Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole. I play Soria, the Changeling Druid. I'm Greg, and I'm playing Ulsith Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. You are watching Dice and Dungeons, and last week we had a giveaway, and now we have a winner. So take it away, Nicole. Yes, the one who is good at doing these promos will say, our winner of this beautiful dice box that will be sent out to them is Arctic Werebear. Yay! Congratulations, you got the Kermit. And we will be reaching out to you to get an address to ship it to. Congratulations, Arctic Werebear. Congratulations. Yes, you did it. I thank you for everyone who participated in that. Uh, and thank you to our sponsor who gave us that dice box to give away. Yes. Tang and Craftworks. We really appreciate it. If you guys haven't checked out the pictures of the box, they're still up on our social media pages where they will presumably remain for quite some time. And you can check out Tang and Craftworks Instagram account, to which we have also linked to in our videos. And we'll link to again in this and the chat for the week. Uh, they are fantastic pieces of craft, and I mean, we have a dice box that we purchased from them, and we just loved it. And that's how this partnership came to be. They are gorgeous pieces of work. We love them. So thank you again, Tang and Craftworks. Um, and I, I am here talking, as usual, about our continuing sponsor, Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa, that services all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So, if you are looking for some cool new miniatures, maybe uh, some playmats for Magic the Gathering, which just released Strixhaven a couple weeks back, very cool set, very interesting meta going on in the game right now, or maybe, I haven't gotten mine yet, hasn't shown up in the mail, you are looking for a copy of Von Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, which is a deeply cool book. Uh, for those who don't know, it is a revised book from D&D &D, uh, Advanced or Second Edition. Very, very cool. Uh, Reimagining these ideas in new and interesting ways for Fifth Edition filled with all sorts of new horrible, dangerous magic items and terrors of the night. Uh, I encourage anyone to pick it up now uh, through Geekified. You can order it. The link, if you feel like getting a discount, saving yourself a little money, is geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons. We're going to post that link in the chat on today's show and, of course, in our YouTube uh, description. Using that link will get you 5% off of your first order, and buying things through the link helps support the show. So it's a great way to pick up new books, pick up new cards or play mats, to generally entertain yourself and uh, support us at the same time. So thank you, Geekified, and thank you anyone who goes and picks up some products. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, I think that's it for today's sponsors, right? Uh -huh. And announcements. So... Unless someone else wants to give us money. <laughs> oh, there is uh, one more thing. I We forgot to announce this. So we will be starting occasionally to do a random uh, sit down and do basically just a chat session 
well, we paint the set works for our show. We have um, all of our own paint stuff here. We paint and print all of the models that we use. And we're going to be having some occasional chat sessions once or twice a week with various members of the cast. And we'll be there for you guys to ask us whatever you want and talk about how we paint things and little tips and tricks that we know. Talk about uh, printing things off on 3D printers as well, because that's part of our process for making this. Gotta be a little visible in the background. Yeah, I mean, it, this is going to be in the small little workshop we have in our basement, and we hope you guys join us. Probably going to do those, uh, we're, we're thinking Tuesday nights, we'll be posting more info about that on our social media accounts, but we're going to be starting those very soon, so uh, follow us for some more information on that. We will be streaming them live on Twitch, and we'll be putting up the recordings on YouTube as well. So, with that, I'm glad I didn't forget it. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Dungeoneers. Last time on Dyson Dungeons, our three heroes visited Otto Hartfeld, an ancient turtle who'd made a living as a crafter of crests and sigils for the nobles and, well, aspiring nobles of the area. He promised to review the crest on the rather corroded old key that the group found in the warehouse to see if he could identify who that crest belonged to. He also revealed something that the group perhaps never expected to find. The dark, blackened crystal and the orb that went with it was actually emblazoned with the sigil of Fervin himself. Revolution left the group with even deeper questions about the nature of the crystal and why it is so vastly different in that color and general appearance. As we close the session out, the group accepted the first job that they had not been asked for by name. A job from uh, Anna Hochblum, a young drow woman who had her grandfather's zither stolen and who desperately wants it back. We rejoin our adventurers after a restful night's sleep within the company of Blade's house. And for the record, we did have her ask for us by name. We did. Yes. Oh, I don't we know if she actually did ask. ask for us by name, but we asked her to ask for us yeah. by name. I suppose technically, yes, you, you, you did do that. <laughs> Maybe Zolas will clarify three that. For three for three. Ah, that was a good rest. But not a great pretzel day. No, it was not a good pretzel day. Are you, are you uh, guys having breakfast? 
Yeah. I, I'm in a constant state of eating. Uh, well, I check out the buffet and have a... Well, while you're, while you're sitting... Cold cereal. While you're sitting down a... Uh, a the cat. saddest continental breakfast. Just, uh, <laughs> those like little boxes of cereal. Yeah. Uh, a, a carton of not very good milk. That's what they've got. <laughs> I mean, they have more than that. But well, well, if you're, that's what you want, you can okay. have that. While you're sitting and having your say, continental breakfast, <laughs> a, large, a, a large house cat comes into the into the room and just climbs up your body and sits on your shoulders. A shoulder cat. Yeah. Well, is this how we start in the morning? Yes, I'm using my wild, one of my two wild shapes for this. <laughs> I was going to check, but thanks for asking. For I, clarifying me. I'm level two. I'm going to use up, it. <laughs> I, I pick up a piece of uh, some sort of meat from the buffet and feed it to the cat. Don't want it? We pick up a vet piece of vegetable and feed it to the cat. Oh, veggie cat. The most uncat-like behavior I've ever heard of. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually a cat. Fair. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just sit on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have to deal with two cats. In the <laughs> Great. <laughs> If Ulsef's okay, clothes so weren't already covered in fur, they're gleaming. they will be now. <laughs> they're gleaming. His armor, His armor is gleaming. His, His clothes are clothes not. Right <laughs> in fact, the armor would probably just push more hair onto the clothes. When, when Nines comes out, I'm just going to glare at him. I'm just going to glare back. Just glare. Okay, do some glaring here. Wisdom. What does your cat look like? Oh, this cat? Yeah. It's like one of those really big fluffy ones, like the the main ones. What are they called? Main coon? Yeah. Uh-huh. What color is it? So it's the like typical gray? Yeah, like kind of it's a of, big cat. Yeah. Like that gray brown. Well, the two of you make a nice contrasting pair. Well, Seth, your shoulder cat is glaring at me. Make it stop. I have no control over the cat. It, uh, That's fair. Cats do not like to be controlled. No, this one does not either. Although it does eat vegetables. Where did oh. it come from? The floor. <laughs> I will walk over and knock your fritter off onto the floor. <laughs> I made that to me for life. <laughs> Hopefully I will live longer than you, silly cat. Okay, so now we're speechless. Uh -huh. um, so after this long rest, we seem to have a very long list of things that we must do. We have a contract for which we were asked by name to return an item to Tolbook that we have not yet even found. We may or may not need to deal with Ludorf at some point because we told him to meet us at the Blackwell Bar and did not appear. Maggie, who is not here with us at the moment, was hired by Aurich to destroy the Thieves' Guild, which I think we accomplished. We have a murder cult that is now mysteriously disappeared, 
and Anna's zither. And this last one, I believe, takes us all the way from A to Z. Maybe the murder cult just murdered themselves and just solved their own problem. <laughs> that would be unlikely. Um, is there anything else that we need to put on our to-do list? We should probably wake Soria up so she so then you can just repeat this whole conversation while she's here. Now. <laughs> ah, that is what a good idea. <laughs> I will go to Zarya's room and wake wake her. Let's bring the cat with you. I don't want to knock in over more fritters. Of course. Meow. <laughs> take the cat to walk over to Zarya's room, knock on the door. When you pick me up, I'll turn back into my normal form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zarya, I did not mean to do that. I thought you were a cat. I was a cat. I got, bit, I got bitten by a were-cat. Oh, I know how that could be. I was a were-rat for most of a day. No, I... Are you two gonna fight now? <laughs> no. I feel like twice as powerful as I did before, and I can turn into animals now. Oh, that is very good. It's sort of an extension of my changeling abilities. So you can be very various people and various animals. This yes. will be very confusing to us, I believe. Probably, but yes. I had listed some things that we are yet to do. I was here. I was a cat, remember? I was not yes, going to repeat the list. Listeners. I was going to ask if you had anything to add to the list. Oh, um, no. <laughs> well then, what is it that we should begin with? Well, we told Anna that we would go to her house to deal with the zither since she asked for us by name this morning. Okay, let us do that. <laughs> we were told to knock three times. Yeah, right. I do not believe we need to knock on the ceiling, though. No, I think knock her on, on the door. Yes. Nines, have you finished eating fritters? Are you ready to proceed? Yes, I am not going to finish this one. And I knock it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the steward just looks over and she doesn't look happy. <laughs> Perhaps we should leave now. I will pick up the two fritters and just... Gently drop them outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are cut too long. Just <laughs> face palms. Uh, I get a little like. Yeah. Make it so. We had, we we go on. Let's go to oh. Anna. Anna. Hulk Bloom. Is it Anna or Anna? Anna. 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 Anna Hulk Bloom. Secret of the Zither. I don't even know what a Zither is. You know what it is, I... right? Yes, and uh, I described them in great detail. What is difference? <laughs> thank you for thank, thank you, you for just telling us you did that rather than doing it. Did your family make those? They sound complicated. <laughs> or no, simple. they're not complicated at all. Oh, okay. We walk to uh, Anna's <laughs> For house. For the record, Nines would recognize a zither, <laughs> even if Wong does not. I'm going to cast Google. <laughs> you don't know what a zither, zither is? is a little bit like... Uh, it's a, no, if you want, if you want to answer it's to a, something... It's a little bit like a mandolin. It's like kind of a, yeah. like a little harp. Oh, it's like yeah. a dulcimer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Okay. It's one of the many lay it flat string instruments that mm -hmm. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to know something in the future, just say, hey, Alexa, what is a zipper? <laughs> Are you saying Are we that there for yet? people watching at home? <laughs> Are we there yet? <laughs> I mean, we are broadcasting this on an Amazon service, so well, I wonder how many people are watching this with Echoes nearby. And we're just going to trigger all of them. Hey, Alexa. Find and purchase a this channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alexa. All right. Purchase things well, from our sponsors. <laughs> we are going to head to the southeast part of the city and the address that we were given, that was just given as we are given an address. <laughs> yeah, see, we're given an address. So it doesn't take you very long to find your way to the house. It doesn't look really any different than most of the rest of the buildings uh, that you've seen. The architecture within Nordfeld is, well, a little repetitive, to say the least. Pretty, but kind of repetitive. It's a two-story building, you know, kind of half-timber mm -hmm. construction. That plastered wall exterior. Okay. I walk up to the door. You hear a little shuffling on the inside, and then the door opens just a crack. And you see um, kind of this wary eye looking out through the door, and looks you up and down and then the rest of the door opens and you can now see Anna standing in the doorway I I just had to make sure it was you please please come in thank you for coming today okay I go in I follow it's nice okay. coming yes, in yes I follow okay oh, good. just making sure <laughs> she waits for the three minute pass sure. closes the door and locks it behind you I'm being very careful. I've been too nervous after what happened. Well, you lost a zither. I was nervous too. Yeah. On the inside of the house, uh, it, it's still pretty messy in here. You see, there's some pieces of furniture that are still knocked over. Mm. There's a you know, fairly nice looking china cabinet that's in the far wall of the room and all the glass that had been in the windows shattered and some of the knobs and drawers look broken. It's pretty clear that it had fallen over. Everything looks like it's been rummaged through. The only things that are really sitting in some state of normalcy are basically things to sit on and like the coffee table in the room. It's a, you know, fairly unassuming place. N nothing that really sticks out of particular value anymore, although it might have been stolen. And it's that you just can feel the sense of disturbance here. There is I, a I great feel a sense of disturbance here. Yes, there is. I am disturbed by the disturbance feeling. Anna, there seems to be quite a lot of destruction for having just taken a zither. Well, it's not all they took, I'm sure. But um, oh. it, 
I haven't been able to go through everything. This... Uh, this happened yesterday. While I was working. And I spent most of the evening trying to clean up what I could. After, of course, I placed the contract with the Company of Blades. I'm not sure about everything that's missing. They took some of this spare money I keep around the house. And not that amounted to much. I think it was all of... 70 silver. Hardly anything, really. But... This... There's so much destruction, I just haven't been able to piece it all together. I think there's some silverware missing. Not that it's worth much. Just... Made of iron. Nah, hardly real silver. It, I don't know. You had said your brother Zachary had been knocked out in the... Uh, robbing? Burgling? I think... We used to have a professional who knew these terms. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what it's called it, technically, but the thieving. And yes, he was... He's still sleeping upstairs. Does he need medical assistance? I don't believe so. I found him and was able to rouse him and beat his, well, bruised head. It was a little blood, but not much. And after making sure that he could, well, see straight and was feeling okay otherwise, I uh, laid him down in bed. You know where they entered from? I can't say for sure, but I think it was from our basement. There's a small window in the back, and it's broken. But I don't know if it's broken because them, or if they just did it out of spite. Who knows? I would like to take a look. Please. The stairs are just behind me, towards the kitchen. Alright. Uh, head down. Okay. Leave. I will ask Anna. Were you able to see the robbers? Can you give a description? Oh, by the time I came home yesterday, the only person here was my brother. Oh, perhaps Zachary could tell us something. Do you think he will be well enough for us to ask some questions? I'm, I'm sure after a cup of coffee, he will be well enough to answer some questions. He's, well, had a rough night and is usually a heavy sleeper. So, well, he takes a little while to get up in the morning. Would you like me to go wake him? Um, we will wake him. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> of, of course. So, I, I'll go wake him. She will explore a basement while you do that. She heads off the stairs, in this case, to the upstairs, are kind of near the front door, and she heads out of sight now. Mm -hmm. Um, In the basement. You see what, you know, it's a pretty typical basement for a city like this. Not that you have a lot of experience, but... It's like um, a cellar. It's basically a cellar, which you had in your village. You had, you know, root cellars and things like that. Pretty similar. It's sort of shallow. 
The ceilings are lower than the rest of the house, so even you occasionally have to kind of stoop underneath some I'll things to get there. myself a little shorter. Oh, yeah. I suppose you can do that. So it's kind of cramped in there, and there's a lot of, you know, herbs hanging on the walls, just drying, and not much is disturbed down here. It's mostly just dried goods. It looks like there were probably a couple of, like, cured pieces of meat, maybe some ham or, like, some pepperoni or some salami or something like that, that were, like, sitting on a rack. And you only notice that because one of the racks that has some meats on it seems to have two rather conspicuously empty-looking spots right in the center. And there's still a little bit of fresh uh, grease that is in these little grooves on there. It looks like they're meant to hold some sort of meat. The window at the back is smashed, and the glass is inward. Okay. So there does seem to be some reason to think they may have come in through this way. It's a tight squeeze, though. The windows may be eight inches high. It's about foot and a half wide, but only about eight inches high. It just lets a little bit of light into the room, and that's about it. Um, so if There's they squeeze no blood there, over there, is there? What'd you say? Oh, is there blood. Any blood there? Um, did you go down with Sori to check? Yeah, I would be checking yeah. around the window for like signs of tracks or anything, because I assume it's like a dirt floor or something similar. Yeah, there's some loose set stones in the ground. Uh, just kind of keep it together. But they're not, there's no um, mortar between them or anything like that. No grout, nothing. It's just loose stones and dirt. If you two want to make a perception check, or not a perception, investigation check, excuse me. Oh, I can't do survival for tracks. <laughs> not in this case. Guide Natural one. Uh, total uh, one. five. <laughs> How about you, nines? Uh, I got an eight, but I do want to say I have low light vision. It it doesn't really help in here. I mean, uh, there's candles that are lit, and the street lights that are coming in provide a little bit. It's not going to give you a whole lot of advantage down here. The window looks broken. How observant of you. So you got an eight total? <laughs> it does look broken. Yes. And what was your total? Five. Five. Definitely broken. We should go <laughs> report this to Ulsa. <laughs> so you would like to know that the window is broken. <laughs> what the two of you are able to surmise is that, indeed, the window's broken. Uh, that it's very likely that someone broke it from the outside. Since all the glass is inward, you couldn't think of any other way for that to happen. Uh, and you see a couple of uh, basically strands of cloth on the jagged pieces, as well as a little blood. I mean, this stuff isn't really hard to spot. I just feel like it's still generous to tell us this. These are things that are kind of patently obvious. Uh -huh. You to, to miss them 
you would have to roll on like, purposely <laughs> blind yourself <laughs> to miss these details. These these are almost cursory things, and th- that's what you find down here. Well, it looks like she had blood and cloth mixed into her window glass pane when they broke it. <laughs> I mean, if that's the conclusion you want to come to, <laughs> I feel like it is with my role. <laughs> that that uh, is your determination to make. I think someone's clothes just got ripped by the clo- uh, by the glass, and they cut themselves. That makes more sense. But we should probably explore both options. Yes, we should check and see if there's any window makers who incorporate cloth and blood into their windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going any further down this stupid line. <laughs> I'm waiting patiently. We are not doing your own investigation. Uh, well, you two are down in the basement. I'm waiting. Well, Seth is the brother. You're just sitting there. Waiting Her, for Zachary. Anna comes just partially down the stairs. Zachary is taking a moment to get ready. Mm-hmm. I I want you. He's a rather firm sleeper. Can I perhaps get you some tea or coffee? Uh, from the downstairs, you just hear this loud yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, free food. <laughs> yes, free food. Some tea, please. Uh, does the voice want tea or coffee? Oh, no, that is not the oh, voice. Oh, the voice is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure who's saying that. Sorry, I... It's the cat. Uh, d- d- does the cat... Want tea or coffee? The coffee. Okay. Well, don't call me the voice. Uh, fair enough. And she uh, comes the rest of the way down the stairs and heads into the kitchen to start mixing some tea and coffee for everybody. Anything else that the two of you want to check out in the basement? Uh, what uh. is outside the window that was broken in? Is it just one of the alleys or is it just the main street? As is typical with Nordfeld design, the backside of buildings enters out into the shared alleyway. And it's narrower than the main roads. It's only about, you know, usually 10 to 12 feet wide is about all that alley ever gets. Large enough to fit a single cart down, but not much more. And that's what seems to be back there. But you're kind of looking you know, crouching down a little bit, peering through a window. There's not you're not getting a ton of detail. You see a couple fragments of glass that seem to have just kind of shattered and spilled onto this side, but not much. Well, we will check that after we talk to Guy that's here. Zachary. Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> yep, this family goes from A to Z as well. <sighs> Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's head back up. As you head back up, uh, Anna starts bringing out some cups of tea, coffee. Would you like anything? How are you appearing right now? I am Maggie. Maggie. But, you know, I would have, before I came out, gone back to the height I was at before. Yes, okay. Would you like anything, miss? Um, yes, I would like coffee. 
Uh, of course. And she hands the cup of tea to, we'll set the cup of coffee to Nines. Thank you. And then runs back and a moment or two later comes out with another cup of coffee. Thank you. So you said that you thought it might be the Thieves Guild. Is that correct? It's... Yeah, I admit a bit embarrassing, but I suppose who else would do this? I don't know anyone, and I don't have anything of real value. The zitter was the most valuable thing in the house, and it's hardly worth anything. What was so valuable about it? Just its construction quality. It was what made zither. My grandfather used to perform. Uh, he had his own band, and they would play at festivals and fairs, and sometimes weddings. And it was a one-made instrument. Professional. What was the name of his band? don't actually know. It's a little embarrassing, I admit. But they stopped playing before I was born. Uh, was there an accordion in the, in the band? I think so. Uh-huh. But, oh. There is a well, pattern they here. Up? No, the band would go from A to Z as well. There is a pattern forming. I think it was a band that was all fathers, and they called themselves the Oompapas. That is quite possible. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... That's going to be a clip on show later, isn't it? I hope so. Yep. <laughs> well, that part will be. <laughs> um, well, we are waiting for Zachary, who had a difficult night and is preparing um, himself. It's Zachary. Yes, do, you, do you two have any enemies? Or do you think, does he... Does he lurk about at night, hanging out with ne'er do wells, and perhaps was an inside job? <laughs> we wait <laughs> patiently for Zachary to appear. Uh, are you asking Anna that? Yes. <laughs> Anna looks kind of aghast. Just no, no. I, I work at a local. Uh, lumber producer. I keep the books and uh, insure bills are paid and purchases made. But that's all I do. It's not much. It pays enough for me to live and save up a little. But that's it. I, I hardly uh, anyone who makes enemies. And my brother, you know, he's a little younger and was admittedly a bit more rambunctious in his youth than I was, but uh, he, he and I lead a quiet life now. What but does he do? He's a printer. He, he works for one of the local newspapers in their print shop, and he prints the newspaper each day. Which newspaper? We've been researching them very heavily lately. <laughs> the Nordfeld Herald. Oh. He's been working there for Oh, I think a year or two now. Again, it pays all right. Right when they stop publishing things about the Thieves Guild. 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, were you able to discover anything in the cellar as, while we were wait while I was waiting for Zachary? Ah, uh, yes. The window is broken. Mm-hmm. There's blood and cloth that was either added after it was broken, <laughs> most likely, and it looks like some ham or sausage was stolen. Oh. Wait, did we grab any of that cloth? No, he did not. Uh, I go back down and grab it because that sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. You, were they like little threads or like a little swatch of cloth? Um, it's mostly threads. But, you know, there's like maybe a larger piece or two. Not much to go on, basically. What color? It's dark blue. All right, we'll have to see what color Zachary is wearing. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) it looks it looks like it's, you know, kind of a rough material. Something pretty sturdy. Anna. Yes. They report that it looks as though some meat had been stolen from your cellar. Oh. Well, let me go look. I can tell what's missing. That may be helpful. She disappears down the stairs for a minute. And then from down below, you hear, Oh, fuck! And... And she likes ham. And she comes back up, looking just... You know, this was like the salt in the wound kind of moment. And it was salt pork. They took both of my good hams. I was saving them. Uh, I was going to bring them uh, to a family gathering later. Yeah. Every year my family has reunion and uh, with our parents gone. The only ones that really get to see uh, are cousins at this. And I was going to bring big hams for everybody. Buy more fucking bastards. This mission is now personal. Who steals ham? So someone steals a family instrument and you're like, hmm, yeah, that happens. (laughs) But when it comes to food. (laughs) (laughs) I like that the impersonal thing is way more personal. (laughs) All right. So what we need to do is find the first person who has a torn blue shirt and some cuts. And reeks of ham. And reeks of ham. <laughs> Has Zachary come down yet? He's starting to make his way down the stairs now, yeah. It is moving slowly, and he's holding the railing for a little balance, and he's you know, got some cloth kind of... Uh, on his head held down with some bandages mm-hmm. from where you already know he'd been hit. And I would like to really assess funny. the quality of those bandages. How well fastened are they? I mean, not very well. This uh, is clearly just an untrained first aid job. Well, let me fix that for you. <laughs> are you can, are you using magic or are you using your medical abilities? I was going to use my medical abilities. Okay. Roll a medicine check. Yeah, Not rolling great. I'm switching die. Um, twelve. Uh. Okay. Also, I also want you to make a persuasion check because you are like trying to get him to 
I'm fixing it. <laughs> he's he's from he's the company of blades. We're here to help. Sixteen. <laughs> All right. After a moment of struggling here and kind of resisting you like messing with it, you you managed to convince him that you... I'm a trained professional. <laughs> Just I let did me. through <laughs> uh, sheer force of will or uh terror you're not really sure you've managed to convince him to just let you fix the bandage and he, you clean the wound up a little bit more you are able to sprinkle some oregano you're able to put some more binding agents into the wound so that it stems the bleeding a bit and close it up just slightly more you can be interviewing him while I'm doing this I will say you who are Maggie at the moment. Yes. I have noticed that people are more receptive to your medical interventions when they are unconscious. That's true. However, you, you seem to have done well. Thank you. You who are Zachary. <laughs> He's, he, with, with Soria as Magdalene, like messing with his bandages. Mm -hmm. A cat. I'm assuming Nines is glaring at him. <laughs> Only if he's suspicious. Is Nines suspicious? Is he wearing blue? He's not wearing blue. Yeah, no, he's, he's Oh. He's cleared this time, but he could <laughs> have a couple. He couldn't have changed shirts. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a little um, off put at the moment. Is sort of the reaction you're getting right now. Just, <laughs> what do you want? Your sister has asked for us by name to attempt to <laughs> to find the zither that was stolen, and we are here to investigate for clues. Do you happen to have any information about those who had uh, broken into your house? A description, perhaps? Oh, God. They took one for the zither. And some ham. <laughs> right? I wish I had some ham. I don't... I don't care about the ham. What? Now I am suspicious. <laughs> I pull a little tight on the bandage. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. Ham can be based. Zither is... It's family. Uh, I'm... I'm sorry I couldn't stop them. I, I really am. It's okay. You, you got hurt. Just glad you're alright. I... I don't really know what happened. I heard the breaking of glass. I'm downstairs. See, I work opposite shifts of system. The, the print has to run early in the morning the newspaper you have to have the morning edition out so well I'm I'm there usually where the sun is still quite high I sleep during the day so uh, when I got home uh, Anna wasn't here and I fixed myself some food in the kitchen and I heard the glass break downstairs when I went to investigate this 
a large... It was a man. Came barreling up the stairs and... It's the last thing I remember. The stairs from the basement? Yes. Yes. You say a large person? Yes, a larger person. Came up from the basement. Did he have square shoes? Didn't get a look at his shoes. How tall was he, would you guess, compared to yourself? Just taller than I am, I suppose. Large, mostly, and Zeke. Mm. He was very imposing. Strong. Um, Did you notice what color his clothing was? Can't remember. There was just one. That's all I saw. Did he knock you out with an I something he was carrying or something in here? I don't remember. Anything after seeing him on the stairs. Just a blur. I, I don't remember anything. Point over to where you got attacked. He points to where the uh, stairs meet the first floor from the basement. I go over to take a closer look at that area. Okay, what, Guidance. Are, you, what are you looking for? Uh, see if there was just something unusual. Maybe see if there was like a, something that's picked up to be used as a weapon. Or some blood. Or okay. Make an investigation blood. check. Yeah. And I gave you guidance. Uh, investigation. No, but I got a total of 21. All right. Maybe um, a card that says the address to the Thieves Guild. <laughs> Thieves Guild was here. Looking carefully at the floor, um, you notice that there's some scuff marks. You you can't say for sure that they're from any sort of altercation, uh, but there's definitely more wear here than other spots. Could be from the just junction of walking between the kitchen and the basement sort of dry goods pantry cellar they have. Maybe there was fighting here, but it is more scuffed up. You see that there is a little bit of plaster that's cracked opposite the basement door. The walls inside are all plaster and there's a slight cracking in some of this plaster on the opposite side of the door. Like, went by behind where the door opens? Like the door was slammed into the wall, or...? So, um, you know, one side is the door, and on the uh, other side uh, of the okay. hall, like, that wall Like has he might have been shoved cracking. against it. Seems to be a reasonable conclusion. It's kind of cracked. It doesn't look like that's the case with any other plaster within, at least the, your general vicinity. You don't see that cracking. Um, you know, you, you guys have seen, well, at least Nines has seen plastered walls before, and you know that they can crack, but this seems like it shouldn't be cracking, so maybe it's an impact point here. There's nothing that is laying about that looks like it could be used for a weapon, uh, at least near to this area. There's plenty of things that have fallen over that could be, there's knives in the kitchen. There's um, pans and uh, 
all sorts of just general heavy things. Rolling pins wow. that are sitting out. Lots of stuff that could be used as a weapon. Nothing within here giving you any indication if something like this was used while as I am, While I'm bandaging his head, can I just casually sniff it to see if it smells like he got hit with a ham? Um... Y yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and make an investigation Do, check. It's like, hey, I'm you are looking for a specific thing, and usually that falls under investigation. You're looking for a specific thing. Uh, 14. It's, you know, his head is kind of greasy and matted, but you suspect that's more from the the blood um sweat from being in a brief fight and body going into some shock after being knocked unconscious um no ham grease but there's nothing up here that smells like ham uh -huh. so he, you don't think he was attacked with a ham i could turn into an animal and like track a smell you can however Get a pretty good look at the gash wound while you're fixing him up. And it's broad. And um, blunt looking. The, you, being trained in medicine, have seen quite a few injuries. Nothing here is, looks like there's um, a cutting edge. There's no piercing, no slashing here. There's no cut of a you know of a bladed edge sort whatever he was hit with looks to be um, fairly broad and pretty blunt and it's you know kind of localized in a spot so it's not like this long thing it's about but yeah big gotcha I was sort of joking, but I could actually turn into a dog and, like, sniff that cloth you found. And sniff for a ham? Yeah. But, like, to, to sort of track down their path. Well, we should check back before we have you turn into dog in Stranger's house. Well, I would go <laughs> into the alley, probably, <laughs> where that where they entered. Because that's where their route would be. Zachary, do you yeah. know do you know how they left the house? By the time I woke up, they were gone, and my sister was rousing me, tending to my wounds. Mm -hmm. Anna. Yes. Did you arrive while they were still here, or after they had left? I didn't see anyone by the time I got here. I found my brother, face down with blood, dead. Was the door open? Oh, yes. Not wide, but it was unlocked and not closed. Well, we have not much to go on here. This is much like our other adventures. Um, do either of you have any additional questions for Anna and Zachary? I think, I don't know how much more there is to find. I think that 
we need to just figure out where these attackers came, went. If they are the Thieves' Guild, perhaps we can check that Thieves' Guild we found in the sewers. Alternatively, I could turn into a dog and see if I can follow their scent. Well, let's check Alley before we start using the spell slots. It's not a spell slot. All I need is a Ability slots, whatever. <laughs> we're all the same. Yes, let us, we're going to go check the alley now, but we will report back to you, Anna, should we find your zither and or your hams. So I will ask you this, you were in the cellar. If they had come in through the window, was the window large enough for a large person to come through? No, I don't think so, actually. It was like eight inches wide or tall. Mm. If this person was extra bulky and like buff, that probably would have been quite difficult. Mm. Is there this another is... entrance down there that we saw? Not that I saw. But Ham is a big motivator. Maybe he slipped through extra hard. Okay. Well, this is most... <sighs> That's true. I would break into a house for Ham, too. <laughs> Not your house. <laughs> I don't... My house is very far away. It is most mysterious. Well, your house would be easy to break into. There's no door. That Zachary had described him as being large and bulky, and yet the apparent place of entrance is too small for such a person. Uh, Maybe they can change their shapes. Oh, that'd be impossible. <laughs> oh. I do like the idea of trying to track this by smell. If this person is carrying two large hams, it should not be very difficult to Between the cloth the and the ham, but let's check the alley like Nine said. Because mm. that will be the point where we want to start tracking anyways. Okay, we go to the alley. Okay. Well, we'll be back. Hopefully with your stolen items. Uh, uh, all right. We'll be here. Um... Joseph, you, carry you me to the alley. Just <laughs> having a little breakfast. I seem to be carrying cats all day today. Why not? <laughs> you just. I jump into his arms. Aren't you going to be a shoulder cat? <laughs> no. Oh. No, shoulder's been claimed. Oh. <laughs> you, okay. You you are carrying nines to the house now. No, around is. Right, we're going to the alley. Yes. You carry nines to the house and out into the alley. Oh, we have to go through the house to go to the alley. I mean, I suppose you can walk around, but there, there is a back door from oh. the kitchen into oh. the alley. Oh. Is that? Like, I mean, that's kind of the purpose of having the alley on the back side. Is like it's a service entrance for everybody. Oh, this is very clever. <laughs> okay, I carry nines out to the alley. You guys have experienced this several times in Nordfeld, so your characters would. I'm still a little loose on the door concept. <laughs> we make it into the alley. What, well, Dulcef? Turn around and look at door. Yes. Let's investigate the back door to see if they escape this way. Okay, we look. Oh, you want to look at the door? Okay, I turn so sure. that nines can examine the door. <laughs> I will look normally. You okay. never look normal. <laughs> hey, I'm a human right now. That's pretty normal, right? 
But whoever is investigating, make an investigation check. I'm going to take a look at the door. I'm I haven't myself, looked at it. Guys, I'm... I got a 16. Uh, 18. 12. Okay. There's... Yeah, you can tell that the doorknob has had quite a bit of use. And this this door is a little uh, a little worse for wear, especially by comparison to the front door, which looked nice. It's the back side of the house, service entrance kind of area, and it's where you suspect most of the traffic for the house really goes through. And the, other than that, it doesn't look like there's any signs of forced entry. The wood around the frame looks to be fine. There's, you know, it doesn't look like anyone put their shoulder and slammed it in or anything like that. Everything here looks to be generally in order. All right. I'm going to turn into a dog. I'll sniff that cloth you found. And I'll smell for him as well. Mm -hmm. Make sure to follow me. All right. We will make it so. I'm going to turn into a mastiff. Oh, you are a large dog. That will make it very easy to follow. As you start to... Well, just before you start to shift, um, you hear the door of the house open behind you. And... (laughs) 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 And... Zachary comes out, still nursing his head and holding a cup of coffee. I was coming to see if I could offer any assistance. Um. Are you changed already? No, she said I was about to. Oh, you were about to. I was about to turn into a dog, so. (laughs) All right. Um. But, um, what kind of assistance were you thinking? He he looks behind him. Uh, and then closes the door. Wait. Look, he is a thieves guild. I have to be honest with you. I'm... It is the thieves guild that did this. You are sure? I know it was them. Because you're part of the thieves guild. Used to be. Mm. Insight check. Yes. Okay. Seven. Why not? Seventeen. I believe him. Well. None of you have any reason to believe that he's lying about this. He seems to be being genuine. I knew Dromar was lying. Wait, is this the Thieves Guild with that, like, crummy ramshackle tent? place in the sewers. You've been there. Oh. <laughs> Does he do an insight check? He <laughs> <laughs> could you for us spell he seems to... I was not trying to pretend <laughs> okay. to actually deceive. <laughs> Look. Years ago, I was uh, a bit of a troublemaker. When I was in school, I uh, made some poor friend choices. And 
it didn't go well for me. But I, I tried to let him clean up, do better. Uh, you know, fix things, make amends for the wrongs that I had committed. I didn't do anything too terrible. I was mostly, mostly just a jerk. A lot of people made a lot of people's lives worse and didn't really care about myself either. And after my parents died, moved in with Anna, I wanted to try to help. I'd been, well, real ass to her. Complete jerk. Didn't treat my sister right. I made her life a living hell for a couple of years, I'm sure. So I got myself a job. Working as a printer. For the Northfield Herald. But one day, yeah, my boss came over and said that they knew I was stealing things from the supply room. I was taking inks and the little metal, I, I, what they're called, the, the typeset. Taking the characters from our typeset and selling them it wasn't I wasn't doing any of that but didn't listen they fired me it's going to turn up night she came home and said how proud she was of doing and I just lost the nerve completely day or two later one of the people I used to hang out with approached me and said that he had an opportunity to earn some money. Couldn't pass it up. I wanted to keep supporting my sister, to keep helping her. So I joined them. And I started stealing things. I used to steal things when I was in school. Small things, mostly pulling pranks on Headmaster, but these were real things. Stealing money, stealing valuables, gems. Several weeks ago, I told them that I'd had enough. I didn't want to go down this life again. And I could, I could find myself anew that job somewhere I had to be able to do something I was even gonna ask Anna if maybe she could help me get a job working cutting trees works you know for a lumber company maybe job opening just say I'm tired of printing they didn't want me to go threatened me said that I can't leave and told them to fuck off and I was going to do what I needed to do I would keep their secret I wouldn't turn on them I thought they were content with it they seemed alright but the other day they came back I tried to stop them I knew that they would cause more damage if I didn't let them in, so I just let them in the house. And 
after trying to stop them from taking the valuables, that's when they knocked me out. That's what happened. The window being broken downstairs. It's an easy way to hide what really happened. They broke it after they left. Make it look like someone came in that way. I've done it. It's a good way to mark your tracks. You see the obvious thing, you don't go looking for the little marks on things like keyholes. See if someone's been trying to pick the lock. Or the scratches around a window frame. See if someone's tried to force it open. Uh, to leverage. So that's, that's what's going on. I want to help find these things. Help return them. I'm not strong enough to do it on my own. But I... To help me, I, I'll do everything I can. Hope you find them. When you were a thief, the items that were stolen, did you sell them or keep them? Some of them we kept if they were useful. Most of them we eventually sold. And do you have a place where those things were always sold? I believe it is fence. That is that is what it is called. Um, yes. Hmm. Yes. Is there such down. a yes? Would you tell us what those are, or take us there? Perhaps we could find the zither and other items that had been sold. Well, or if it just happened last night, is there a place you would store the items to be found? Yes, we usually wouldn't sell an item for several months after we. Oh, much time. That mm. way, well, trail would go a bit cold. People would sort of forget Vaughn a bit. And it would give time for the item to disappear. And if you were caught with it in your possession, it seemed much more reasonable that you could have it. And it could be what you offer, whatever explanation it is. a family heirloom. Or purchased it from a antique seller. A traveling merchant. So, doubt that they would be at a fence already. Mm -hmm. They're desperate for cash. So I, I had wonder why a... they would be desperate for cash. I hmm. don't know. Would it be at that sewer hideout? That is... Well, at least it was where they spent most of their time. And we stored many things down there. There's all sorts of storerooms in the sewers that are hardly ever accessed. We could go look there. I know the way. And it sounds like you've been there at least once. And I wouldn't need to turn mm. into a dog. Yes, I had well, made I a note of the entrance. And so I will know if you have taken us to the correct place. I, I I won't call you friends, but at least my allies, for the moment, I have no reason to deceive you. Hmm. I'm but trying to do right. Insight check. <laughs> Good? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> You're feeling very trustworthy. Twenty-five. You have no reason to doubt 
Yes, everything that he's saying seems sincere mm -hmm. and genuine. Well, shall we go to uh, the Thieves Guild? I mean, uh, the Thieves Guild. When we find your <laughs> zither, yes. you yes. must tell your sister the truth. If that is the price for fixing this, it we'll is. pay it. Well, shall we go? Yes. We okay. go to 75-0211. <laughs> you, not knowing where that would necessarily land in the, like, top of the city. Yeah, don't yeah. know quite how to get there. You have a general idea of the direction to go because you knew where you were in the city where that was. Yeah, Zachary but knows. Zachary does lead you back to that. So at least that suspicion has been wiped away. He really does seem to know where the Thieves Guild is. And he pauses for a moment. I will open this up as uh, they may have trapped it. I, I know what what could be under there and should be able to disarm it if if it is indeed there. Two things. How yes. many people are we supposed to kill non-lethally? Thank you. <laughs> kill, no, no, don't, please don't kill. Uh, they, most of them are just People without another option. Oh, it like is like they have been How pressed many of into them service. Are there? Yes, they were pressed into service. I don't know if I would put it that way. It's not like they were conscripted. But, tell you the truth, I've had my suspicions that the leader of the Thieves' Guild has been uh, forcing people to join through circumstance. I don't yes, believe... That was other question. <laughs> See yes. if you can identify Leiter for us. What's their for name? For non-bounty related services. Yes. The, the leader of the Thieves Guild, when I was in it, early certain still now, is a very young man named Ernst. Ernst. If he's only 19. What does he look like? Oh, he's tall, very slender. Um, he's a drow like me, and um, he's rather well. For us, pale. He's not a welcoming-looking fellow. There's always something kind of sinister about him. He's oh. I'd say a few inches taller than you, pointing at nines. I stand up on my tippy toes. <laughs> Maybe about that tall. Mm. You have slightly more room to like move up on your tippy toes, given the way that like your feet and legs are all structured. So yeah, you're you have quite a bit more inches to rise than a normal bipedal humanoid character would. Yes, humans do suck. We need proof of the guildmaster's death, by the way. Yes, I know that's uh, 
It's a, a 5,000 gold bomb. By Auric. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I was just looking back at my notes about what exactly the contract entailed. Proof of the Guildmaster's death. You are who's you who are Zachary. It would be most helpful if you did open this for us. Of course. Yeah. Um, if you wouldn't mind uh, with that large crowbar you have. Oh, the, the, the Raven, Raven bar. bar. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you could um, just give a little bit of leverage. I always had a hard time with this. Uh, these uh, covers are quite heavy. Can anyone check for traps? That's what he's... He's already told you that there's probably a trap, and he knows mm -hmm. how to disarm it. Okay, I will, I'll help as uh, he instructs. While they're idly doing this. Zachary? Yes? What uh, What would the Thieves Guild do if someone took all the money out of their hoard? <laughs> Hypothetically. Probably plot revenge against them? Oh, that's not so bad. All right, give me just a moment here. Don't raise this more than a couple inches. He, I raise this no more than a couple inches. He reaches his hand down there underneath the uh, cover and is kind of fiddling around for a moment. And then you hear a loud click. Yeah, got it. The trap is disowned. I will step back. Oh, he didn't even need to roll for that. Hmm. He rolled. Oh, okay. With advantage. And he rolled well. You can uh, take the cover off. That should be the only thing. They're not the best at trap making. Mm -hmm. Well, I use the raven bar and move it um, so that it's open. Is that just officially its name now? Is it? Um, apparently, and, uh, yes. And invite Zachary to go down first. He That's doesn't head would boy down first. Hmm? He does not <laughs> disagree with that assessment and climb starts climbing down the ladder. When you look down, it is dark down there. So like, it's not like, an open fire like there was last time. No, last time we were down there, they had a you know, unattended fire, unattended bonfire. <laughs> it was in the sluice way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in a relatively safe, safe. Don't leave fires unattended, kids. Remember, our audience uh, targets are under seven and over seventy. Unattended fires are dangerous, and don't play with matches. Even in a sewer. Especially in a sewer, there's not very good ventilation down there. You could die of asphyxiation. Uh, it could be a methane explosion. That too. Just stay out of the sewers. Generally stay out of the sewers. There's clowns down there, and they're all bad. With balloons. I uh, pull out my the hooded shoes. lantern and, and follow Zachary down. <laughs> okay. Weird expanding Okay, shoes. are you guys coming down too? Fine. I'll come down. <sighs> At least you have shoes on this time. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I don't know how you wear these things all day. I put my oregano mask back on. Right. Um, <clears throat> when you reach the bottom, and you remember this was actually a fairly long ladder, 
one of the um uh, one of the deeper parts of the sewers and it had a shoot around it it did yes you see that this area unlike last time is very dark there's no fire there's no torches or anything lighting this i light my lantern so as you're waving the lantern lights around because i think you said you you lit the lantern as well mm -hmm. and nines you can generally see down here uh it's you can tell that this is an abandoned place mm -hmm. now it, it becomes apparent very quickly it's even trashier than before well you'd say that it's probably a little cleaner than before as a lot of the things that were here have been removed the things like the cloth and the, you know, sort Big of ramshackle sign. tents and things. The sign is still here, but the little bits of food, beds. Is the hard chest still there? No. Mm. That is gone. Maybe as well the as the spider sign. got them. <laughs> there was a spider down here, right? Yeah, we heard some rats. No, but you suspected. So this looks like it's been abandoned. It looks like they've flown the coop. Oh, Zachary. He looks a little distressed looking around. Yes. We might have broken in here, fixed their sign and stolen all their money. You what? We did fix the sign. Yeah, it's spelled properly now. He looks up at the sign. Shine your light at it, Dolcef. Yep, yeah, it is fixed. That always bothered me. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, we feel so ungrateful. Let's we take let the sign as proof. We let some of the uh, younger children create that. Where would they go? I don't know. You said that there were other places that they had gone. Can you lead us to them? Um, there are a couple of places that they used to keep around in case they needed to disappear quickly. The... Well, I can't fault the Guildmaster for being intelligent. He's very smart. Uh, he arranged to purchase buildings around the city. Ones that are in poor condition that don't, um, don't require maintenance and people don't expect them to be kept up. And he would just hold them and we could use them to disappear into if anyone was ever pursuing us. Well, we are pursuing you. So could you lead us to one of these places or more? I can certainly try. Um, if you don't mind. I'd like to look around here for a moment and see if there's any signs where they might have gone. I will give him guidance. Okay. And I will, follow, I will follow behind. I'll cast a little spell and put my glowing hand on his shoulder and say, May the blessings of the Agmar no doubt be with you. <laughs> Is that like a curse? No. Yeah, I'm more no He he looks around and is just kind of pulling at scraps, 
some stray boxes, just seeing whatever he can find. After about ten minutes of looking around, they were very thorough. There's nothing here to find that would tell me where they go. But I have some ideas. Let's get out of the sewer. Would it help if I turned into a dog? Perhaps. It may. Um, did you... Did you have anything that you could smell to track them down? That cloth that was on your window. Did oh. you plant that, or...? No, I didn't plant that. They probably did. We would usually carry some rags around. Just pieces of torn clothing. Catch it on things. It... It's another red herring. Yeah, clothes that we don't have and don't wear. Things that are usually a little too nice for what we would put are on. Are there any torn or discarded clothes down here that they didn't bother taking? Maybe there's some uh, back corners. Is that, and he points to... Uh, if you remember the room, there was a north and a south entrance here. And he points to the south entrance. There's a, a room just down there. It's sort of a drain room for the water flow. But that usually meant that the air was a little bit cleaner, that it moved more quickly through that particular space. So we would store extra things to wear there. So we didn't, you know, smell like a sewer when we came up. Um, uh, let's go check it out. All right. Let's go check it out. Operation turn into a dog is still a go. <laughs> to a sewer laundry room. I don't know if I would call it a laundry room. More the storage room that smells less. Let's go there. That's what I call my laundry room. Just I only have this one pair of clothes. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know. <laughs> Which is the same color as the rag we have found. <laughs> I do find it a little weird that in general, like in D&D, you never talk about like washing your clothes. I change my clothes them. all the time. And and you do. Asoria, you <laughs> actually frequently change your clothes. <laughs> and I'm kind of reflecting that, you know, that might be the first time that that is a regular thing in the Dungeons and Dragons game that I've experienced. A player frequently changing so their clothes. We go to the room that does not smell quite as bad. And that will give him guidance again while he looks. There's uh, not a whole lot of need to even make a skill check in here. Oh, okay. There are there are clothes that were left behind. It looks to be. Um, you know, the least desirable pieces. All right, which looks, which looks like has the most BO on it. Yes. <laughs> Investigation check. They all look like they've got a lot of BO on there. All right. I well, mean, I got a... <laughs> we mostly got a deal with teenagers <laughs> here. Do any of these look like something that the leader would have worn? I'm asking. Yeah, um... No. He preferred to wear more elegant clothing. Well, 
I will just pick a shirt at random. Okay. Did the leader have a cologne that he liked? Yes, actually. Yeah, I don't know what it was called, but it smelled horrible. It was incredibly pungent. Hmm. Well. Do you, do you still have the Koromanth suit? Yeah, I have my suit. Can you show it to Zachary to see if it matches the leaders? Oh, he, he said he was like 19. I know, but he also said he had dressed as elegant. Did he look like an old guy with a pencil mustache? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gone. He was a... I don't want to pull my suit out in the middle of a suit. He was well, a young drow. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, presumably you... still is a young drow. So, are we finding... Not... An old human. Are we finding There's any... A... Did oh. the leader stay in the camp? Maybe he left a bottle of that cologne somewhere. Like an empty bottle. Maybe. Yeah. We could go back and look. Uh, yeah, you, if you're trying to smell anything, kind of goes over to a little pile. These might have the least amount of sewer smell in them. Okay. These were some of the newer ones we acquired. They were, you know, fairly grungy. I'm guessing that's why they left them, but they shouldn't smell the least like a sewer. I will grab one of those. All right. Take a big whiff of it. I, not till I'm my dog. <laughs> Cast when your nose is way uh, stronger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like smelling poop. Typical <laughs> dog. Oh, All right. Lovers. Uh, so, are you turning to dog now? No, I'm waiting until okay. we're up above. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to yeah, make going... Seth carry a mastiff on his shoulders up a ladder through a tunnel. Just you sure. would do that. <laughs> right. Going, <laughs> going back to the other room since you said you wanted to look around for some cologne, right? I Go like ahead. Bottles. Yeah. Go ahead and make an investigation. Guidance. Yay. No, I'm the one with guidance. <laughs> wow. I'm either roll higher or low. low. Uh, that's just eight. <laughs> you look around, there's a lot of crap down here. Both literally and sewer. Sewer, you know, figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you don't find anything in it. Can I look? Sure. I mean, you can make an investigation check right. as well. Okay, then. Uh, not great, but well. You, looking through the stuff, seem to be stymied by the same problems. There's a lot of loose stuff down here left over, just refuse and garbage, and you... It doesn't seem to, within like 15 minutes of searching around, you're not turning anything up, and you don't you don't even have an idea where to start. Well, this rancid teenager sure will have to do. Okay. So, Zachary, lead Hopefully on. Hopefully we'll be able to find Dax's body spray factory. <laughs> <laughs> Axa smells. Um, we will head back up. All right, you head back up into the street, and as you do, Zachary kind of looks around when he gets up to the top, and then lifts with some effort the rest of the cover off, and then waves for the rest of you to come up. 
Yeah, I'll climb out. Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll follow Nines up. As you go up to the top, he he sort of motions for you guys to stay stay low. There's a there's a little um cart. It's just got some trade goods and stuff, and it looks like it's uh, some sort of city, yeah, moving yeah, around, like uh, one of the warehouses moving some stuff to supply or something like that. And it's just parked in the street. He kind of motions for y'all to get behind it. Are we being watched? So yes, I will look around. Okay, make a perception check. Okay. And roll with advantage, because he's pointing over there. And he says, I think I saw something moving over there. 21. You all crouching quietly for five minutes or so, waiting as, you know, tense as you've been all day. Well, Seth, you're starting to get a little cramped. This is a tight space for you to sit mm -hmm. behind. And... Laying low is not what I appreciate. No. <laughs> After about five minutes, you see this little head. It looks to be, you know, a child, maybe 10 to 12. Poking their head around the corner at the end of the street looking and kind of peering around it, it the head's only there for you know two three seconds just being really quick about things and then disappears back behind the corner of a building see sure that's one of kids from the skill they're watching us oh and we just buy him off that lead us where we need to go the thieves killed the decent chance Nine. Excuse me, small child. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, just want to make sure you are doing that, right? Yes, I am shouting at that child. Okay. You should be walking towards. <laughs> As you say that, you don't get any immediate response. Go with my inventory real quick. Hey, I'm like a old or something. You probably have some and like you have to... stale broken fritters. <laughs> I think I have a squashed uh, poison mushroom in my uh, pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Stale broken fritters. <laughs> the latest cereal from the Captain Crunch line of cereals. <laughs> Guaranteed to cause at least four lacerations per ball. I have shiny. Crowbar, if you come talk to us. Boom. <laughs> uh, <threat. laughs> How far away is this child? Um, you guys were, I'd say it's probably about 50 yards or so to the mm -hmm. uh, end of the street where this kid ducked behind. So, crowbar. <laughs> just offer him money. <laughs> Uh, make a make a persuasion check with disadvantage on the. We have a nice shiny crowbar. 
give it a little child money. What are they going to use it for? <laughs> uh, persuasion is going to be... I'm not really sure they're thinking about how they're going to use the crowbar in that context. A thieves guild kid? Maybe they would. <laughs> Maybe. What was the result? Uh, eight. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> so you, uh, you keep... Well, your your HP rolls were above average, and I should have expected these results for the rest of the session. There's no response as you call out. Are you walking towards the end of the street? Um, I just hey. spent a little bit just like looking at my inventory. I will walk over while he's rooting through his bag and just say, "Kid, what I'll kid pay you like? five gold to show us the way the thieves' guild is now." Make a persuasion check. Guidance? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, guidance. <laughs> oh, I rolled pretty well, actually. Uh, 22. Did you see this little head poke around the corner? Five gold. If you... If you were to look behind you... Well, Seth, you can see this because you're still standing. Well, mm -hmm. maybe you're still crouching back by the cart. No, I stood up you as stood soon up. as okay. I was able. Yeah. Yeah. I but you're further back, grown a little bit still next to Zachary. Him. And Zachary's like uh, nodding his head and waving the kid over. Um, the kid eyes you and Zachary suspiciously. Eyes nines really suspiciously. I pull out five gold coins. I pull out a crowbar and I'm like. I stand I stand there looking as non-threatening as I can. <laughs> you're at a respectful distance. I'm at a, a respectful That's distance. A respectful distance. <laughs> um the, the kid looks a little alarmed at nines, but hey. I'm, like, I'm not doing this, Adam. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I have gold. I have gold. Two gold now. Three when you lead us to where the thieves guild are. It's flipped it around and maybe got yourself a deal. Fine. He walks up to you takes three. All right. I'll take you there. But if you want me to uh, be sure you get there unnoticed, I wasn't the one who led you there. Understand? I want an insight check to make sure he's telling me the truth that he's going to actually lead. Or if he sounds like he's I know he's obviously yeah. trying to, like, yeah. weasel he's, money out of me, but I want to make sure he's not leading us into a trap. Do I believe that he's I understand. being bought off? Go ahead off? and make the check. Okay. 19. Or 18, sorry. You, you get the sense that the kid is, you know, trying to... Make the best out of... Trying to, to get the best deal that he can out of it. But also that he 
he's being genuine about I didn't lead you here part. Yeah, I don't even know your name. Yes. I'm just, uh... I don't want to. Gonna walk back to a hideout and if you follow, I won't see you. Ah, put the crowbar away. What kind of little and shit doesn't want a nice crowbar? <laughs> too bold, more to fall out of your pocket. I might find it later. Ah, this is much like the way that you lost gold and found the screamy stick. No, uh-huh. this is nothing like that. <laughs> this is how most. This seems to be how most civilization works. Honestly, is what I've been learning. Yes, such transactions do seem to be common. It's pretty right. weird. Yes. Economy based upon losing things uh-huh. and forgetting them. <laughs> you you had uh, down the street following only respectful distance uh-huh. behind this kid. Just silently with our crowbar. Most <laughs> <laughs> well, of a raven bar. He doesn't I, look I back. put my my lantern away, by the way. All right. Yeah, well, anyway, that was our lantern. <laughs> I'm inspecting that's, my that's crowbar. Good. Like, why don't kids want this crowbar? It's so cool. <laughs> such a... But it is not a raven bar. <laughs> he... It's not a raven bar. I would but... have killed to have a crowbar this nice as a kid. God, I would murder so many people <laughs> for a nice crowbar this good. He leads you down the street for a ways. And... Uh, it, it takes about the uh, 40, 50 minutes, mm. you know, to get there. This is a long walk, and it's basically on the other side of town. But eventually it leads you to uh, this pretty unassuming and run-down-looking building. It Just like so much of this city, nestled between other houses that are a little more kept up. But not, you know, that much nicer. The whole neighborhood here seems to be a little bit run down. And the kid, you know, keeps walking down the street after um, nodding his head to one building in particular. And right as he's rounding the corner, he looks back and he just kind of does like the pointing to his eyes and then pointing at you and then points at the gold in his hand and then disappears around the corner. Saying he's he's trying to say, I'm going to come looking for the rest of the money. Oh, yeah, he's not good again. <laughs> and right there, we're going to take a little break. Okay, before you enter the potential, probable den of thieves, you and your group. So, so they um, have a den now. Well, there might be a I den mean, they're in, in the a house, house, so they probably have a den. Yeah. Hmm. And then it's a den of thieves. A den for thieves. A, a den of thieves for thieves by thieves. <laughs> you might rephrase that and it could catch on. <laughs> a den for thieves <laughs> by thieves. And All right. thieves. <laughs> um... We will be back in a few minutes, everyone. That I I don't blame you if you don't come back after the jokes we've been making. Oh no, come back! Please come back! Please come back!
Please come bring, back and bring your friends. Please, I will blame you if you don't. It'll, it'll be hey, so Alexa, much. Please come back. <laughs> Alexa, create a reminder to come back and watch Dyson Dungeon. <laughs> we're we're gonna piss off so many people. It's gonna be like when Xbox did their big press release and then started giving Xbox commands and during shutting. the event and shutting down people's Xboxes as a consequence. That was funny. That was classic. All right, we will be right back. See you in a minute. Welcome back, everybody. We have returned from break, and our characters are about to, presumably, go into the Thieves Guild hideout that they were led to by a small and obviously very trustworthy child. The Thieves Den. We child doesn't even want free crowbar. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we resume just outside of a rather rundown-looking home in Nordfeld. I read a quick little note that says, um, you got three gold, you want more, ask Ernst. And then just tear that out and drop it on the ground. That makes sense, yeah. You're definitely going to piss that kid off. It's like a, what, eight? You don't know. Somewhere older than six and younger than 15. Yeah, kind of like our demographic, somewhere between, but not quite. Yeah, pretty much. Ah. Hello, Tabaxi God. Oh, I thought it was Zoria. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm right. I'm not right big here. enough. <laughs> and, and settling in. Hopefully right. not knocking over a whole bunch of stuff. Mm, we'll 50, see. 50-50 chance. Yeah, 50-50. All right, do so we want to sneak in? I have I have a thought. Are we outside the door? I think we're a little way, like, across the road or something, aren't we? Uh, you guys can be wherever you wish to be in that street well, right now. So looking at, do we see the door? Can we see the door from the street? Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, pretty much every street in Nordfeld, yeah. you can kind of see up and down it. Are there any? Are there any windows from which someone could see us if we walked up to the door? There are definitely windows. Mm -hmm. How far away are you standing from the building currently? Well, I think we're looking around the corner across the street. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're not you're not properly on the street. You're kind of looking mm -hmm. down it from across yeah, the Yeah, we're just scoping it out, I think. Okay. Yeah. From this distance, you can see, and the distance is about 200 yards. Uh, there's windows. You don't know if they're, like, covered or obscured in mm -hmm. any way on the inside. You can't see drapes or, you know, maybe they'll have some, like, wood over it. But you can see there's windows. So here, 
Here is a plan. Uh-huh. Let us, I mean, people walk along the street. So um, we can, you know, go together or separately and just casually walk down the street in the direction of the door. Um, I have a question about hid, uh, hidden step. Mm-hmm. It's a bonus action. Yep. Um, and how that affects movement. So what I want to do is I want to turn invisible. If the door is unlocked, sneak in the door, move in as far as I half of my movement for the turn. See as much as I can see and then slip out again and close the door. That's what I'm going to I think it does hidden do. step only last like six seconds. Hidden step lasts... Until my next turn. Yeah, so one round of combat. Hidden step lasts one round, which mm-hmm. equates to six seconds. So if you're outside of combat, and because one round is equal to six seconds, mm-hmm. outside of combat it'd be six seconds. Taking any aggressive action, which I wouldn't count unlocking a door if you needed to, or like moving it as mm-hmm. aggressive. Um you know, breaks it. But you would only have six seconds to turn invisible and, you know, get inside, look around, and get out. So you don't have very long. No, but that's more than not knowing anything at all. Yeah. Presuming that no one notices the door opening and closing all on Mm -hmm. its own. Mm Because you would be invisible while doing that. Yeah. Not carrying any sticks. (laughs) Of any length. That was just... And you don't know what we're talking about, but it was wonderful. <laughs> and we're not going to explain it to you. No. If you want to know what the hell we're talking about, ask us on Twitter. Yes. Zachary, I have a question. Yes. Like, uh, how often do just people rotate into this uh, Thieves Guild? I mean... People are caught very frequently. They, especially the new ones, are so experienced. So there would be new recruits every week. That's just the way it goes. Well, how do they get introduced? Do they just like show up and like, hey, I'm stealing stuff now? No, no. Ernst would find someone. He, he liked to scout out Talent himself. He didn't like to take uh, walk-ins, as you might say. Oh, I'd say we just walk in and just say Ants hired us. We could do the, the Jomar saying and burst in through the door and yell out, <laughs> You! Give up your home! That That is a very Jomar thing to do. But we won't do that. So... I am Does going... it smell like ham around here? Like a cooked ham? Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm going to assume, being Thieves Guild, that the door is locked. Well, let us go up to the door and find out. Just kick it down? No, well, find out if it's locked. All right. Yeah, can I mean... We, we, will, can we, we will saunter nonchalantly along the street up to the door. Um, and I will... Oh, test Zachary, as I go down. Stay back. As as I go down the street, I will test every door as I go along. This is like an audition for the Thieves Guild. 
Well, it's like, why would I just check on their door? I'm checking on you all the doors. You work for the lock company, and you're making sure. I'm making sure. So I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk down the street, and I'm going to check every door. I'm going to I nod go sagely every time you check the door. <laughs> just with a little, and, and, and pretend to make a little note in my book. Until I come to their, <laughs> until I come to their door. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I'm doing. Yes. This uh, one is locked. <laughs> There's, you know, about ten houses between mm -hmm. the end that you started on and where the thieves' guild home is. In case they're watching. <laughs> I'm, your thoroughness is amazing. So you you test the first one. It, it is locked. It looks to be a fairly you know, well-kept home mm. by comparison to the rest of this neighborhood, which seemed to be a little run down. Uh, the next one is also locked. The third one is open, but as you start to open it, a woman uh, is standing on the inside and <laughs> looks at you. Lock and, your doors, ma'am. And, and <laughs> just goes, can I help you? Why, yes, I am here to sell security systems, and I noticed that your door was unlocked. It, you, would you be in the market for a latch or latch key system? I would be in a market for my cleaver. Get the hell out of my house. Sorry to bother you. I go on to the next one. <laughs> Not a flaw in this plan. Uh, okay, house number four. This is quite a plan. Is also, right is, uh, house number four is locked, as is number five. This, this is good. I hope they're all locked. And, <laughs> and six. Uh, you come to seven, and the door is locked. However, the, the door frame is sort of damaged, and you mm -hmm. can push the door open. You know, I take a quick peek inside so as not to arouse suspicion from the thieves. <laughs> Um, on the inside of the house, you see a couple pieces of furniture, just a you know, table, some mm -hmm. chairs. It's fairly sparsely okay. pointed in so here. I, I, I shrug, I shrug and go, shake my head and close the door. And, and I pretend to cross something. Mm -hmm. um, house number eight is also unlocked and you uh, open it up and see a rather elderly person. Now standing inside, and um, they they look up at you <laughs> through some rather thick glasses, and you know, who are you? Burglar, definitely not <laughs> selling encyclopedias. Oh no! Oh <laughs> oh oh! Good guys, right? Harold, this this a burglar here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, don't yeah. worry. He was just making a mighty a Monty Python reference. Oh, I close the I... door and move along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, house uh, number nine is locked. The best house. Oh. <laughs> yes. House ten is. Uh, locked, but it, the door doesn't fit quite well, so you can kind of shake it back and forth a little bit. And when you get to the 11th door, which is the Thieves' Guild, mm -hmm. it is also locked. I'm going to pick it. Um, 
Are, are you continuing down past the Thieves' Guild? Are you stopping there? I go two more doors down and beckon to Zoria, making a... You need to unlock this signal. All right. Um, are you on the Thieves' Guild door? And for that matter, any of these doors? Have you been attempting to be stealthy at all? Or are you trying to be very obvious with what you're doing? Well, as I'm kind of curious about as your stealthy, as stealthy as a potential, uh, you know, uh, security system salesperson would be testing doors. I, I, or, or, I have no idea what, no, what I'm that not, would equate to. <laughs> I am being somewhat stealthy so that if anyone from the Thieves Guild is watching, they would suspect that I am just trying outdoors to find places that might be robbed at a later time. That's a very We're trying to get the interview for the Thieves Guild. <laughs> it's, a lot like, it's a lot like stumbling and knocking over a box. The, so, so the, Zachary, is this a good way to get into Thieves Guild? I don't I, think so. I told him to wait back the, at the corner. The, well, I, the, I think, this plan... I don't think I was following you. Oh. The, the uh, thought on this plan and the appearance and everything is about as thin as a veneer on Ikea furniture. So it should work with the Thieves Guild. <laughs> I would like... So... <laughs> Outside the Thieves Guild house. If the I'm... next two doors down are locked, by the way, and I want you to make a sleight of hand check on the Thieves Guild door to see how quietly, I guess, you were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, ten. You make a little noise, but not, not a large rattle or anything. Just sort of... Now, a slight jiggle of the door, enough where if you were really paying attention, you, you would have heard it. But if you were just sort of passively in the house, you might ignore it. Mm -hmm. Is there a window facing the door? Like, if you're standing at the door, is there a window that can see where mm -hmm. you are? No, no, there's okay. a... So the, the front of the house is... Um, there's kind of a... A, a bit of the there's a bay window that comes out a little bit from the front door, which is tucked back a little bit on kind of a stoop. And this is a somewhat common feature on homes in Nordfeld, a little door that's tucked back a little bit. And there is no window on the door and the window in the front, the large bay window, it can't see. I will wave nines over and begin trying to lock pick the door. I will okay. join them. Um, you may attempt to lock pick. Guidance. Bardic inspiration. Oh, thank you. And since you, you are untrained, this. it's uh, simply your dexterity. dexterity. That's bad. Is that a pink panther? Yeah. Dexterity is plus one. 26. Oh, shit. Wow. That was an amazingly good roll for you. With all the inspiration and guidance. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Dang. <laughs> All right. You do a little bit. Su- you actually kind of surprise yourself a little bit here. I never surprised. <laughs> Being new to lock picking, and you've practiced on these practice locks, but haven't had many opportunities, you know, out in the world to try this out. And you managed to open this with you know, relative ease. So you unlock the door and you don't really make any noise while you're doing it. So very quietly, I ask, would you like me to make a quick investigation or shall we do a Tromar? Why don't you go in invisible and get positioned because you're going to be sort of a frontline person here. I was hoping to be able to tell you what I saw inside. Why don't why don't you go in and then after six seconds, we'll join you and we'll catch them by surprise and maybe they'll surrender. Because we only have the six seconds of invisibility, right? Yes. Okay. So I worry that opening the door and then closing the door is going to alert their attention. So so I'm going to I'm going to use hidden step and use that one one movement worth of six secondness to to see what's going on and position myself um, accordingly to be of most value should there be uh, unpleasantness. All right, so you are trying to get in the house and kind of blend in for a moment, basically, to see what happens. Stepping in invisibly. Yeah, yeah. And and I think you want to first assess what's in the room rapidly and then make a decision from there. Yeah. Yeah. A real rapid rapid look at what I see and then position myself to be um, ready for whatever happens when I reappear. Okay. Um... So the strategy here is to kind of take them by surprise, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Just make it, okay, got it. Um, well, in that case, make a make a stealth check because although you are invisible, you still make noise. I think invisibility gives advantage. It does. Yes. What? Why did you roll on your advantage? Two and a three. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, you roll D20s? Uh, I think I think these are D4s. D3. Yeah, these are D3. It's a three-sided dodecahedron. Did you add the guidance? Yes. Oh no. That's uh. Did you roll better on the guidance than you did on the, the D20? Yes. I was like, I'm adding this up in my head, thinking of your stealth check, and I'm like, that has to be higher on the D4 than the D20. It's, well, it's kind of like... He does my, have a much higher chance of getting a 4 on a D4 than on a D20. Uh, yes. Yes, it's a 1 in 4 instead of a 1 in 20, so statistically much higher chance of getting a 4 on a 4-sided die. <laughs> Excellent. So... So do we just notice um, him stomping into the building? So he is he is invisible. Um, he opens the the door. Ulseth opens the door mm-hmm. with a little bit more gusto than you might 
otherwise desire. It's very I, unlocked. If, well, was, well, he is it, it is unlocked, but it's you. You open it with a bit more gusto than maybe you should have. <laughs> well, well, he's and starting to go in. Looked, I would it like to heavier shift. than it than it was. You are shifting. What are you shifting into? The uh, dragonkin captain guard, guard, imperial guard guy that we saw. All right. Uh, what are you wearing to do that? I'm just wearing the robes right now. You're just wearing the robes. I, I'm dressed as Maggie, so. Yeah. Um, those probably won't fit. <laughs> just. Those I, I mean, are so I'm just saying. <laughs> I turn like, into him, good. but smaller stature. So you're a small dragon, Ken. I mean, like, I'm a normal human-sized I mean, dragon. Kid. You're small for a dragon. Like kid. a foot shorter, maybe. Okay. I, don't, I don't know how tall dragon can are yeah. normally. Um, I've seen, like, one. Yeah, you've only seen one, but... The, the, so you're uh, about 5'7". I'm a 5'7 dragon. Kid. Got it. <laughs> That's what I always ask. What are you gonna wear? Because that's why there's I'm a fairly significant armor. size change between <laughs> Maggie and that captain. We don't track inventory weight, but we track inseams. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things that comes up a little bit more frequently with me, with you. So. Uh, having her. Wolfsith gets inside, and as you get inside, you. Like, people look over, but they don't, like, look at you. Mm -hmm. They're probably looking at what the door. Yeah. And they seem to have, like, did a, like, an expression on their face that might suggest, what's going on with the door? Did the wind just blow it open? They don't seem to be suspicious, more just like, what the hell, kind of curious. Um, and just within like a second or two after you get in through the door, then a smaller in stature or a dragonkin wearing Maggie's robes comes bursting through the door after you. Uh, nines, are you following? Yes. I'm not okay. sure by the order of the Imperial Guard. You are all under arrest. Submit your weapons to drop your weapons to the ground. Okay. Um. The I, I think we're gonna have to go to the map here, so we can get you guys in position. So. I'll bring the map up. Oh, probably, the door is open. Mm -hmm. So I go, what, 30 feet? You can go up to 60 feet if you take your full action. Yeah, you're out of combat and you could be moving mm -hmm. relatively quickly. So as I get there, what do I see this? Yeah, you see that. Well, that person's in for a surprise. <laughs> yeah. That's a ranged weapon. We don't. What? Um, it, they are holding a ranged weapon for the purposes of this combat. Should you get into it? Uh, although the 
character has a ranged weapon, uh, the they are not representing a character that possesses one. Okay. So it's mostly That's for effect. Am. I'm just right inside the door. Not every character can perfectly represent the <laughs> monster that they are representing. Are you just behind me, Nines? Or... Uh, yes, unless you want me somewhere else. No, wherever you want to be. Hey, you're the captain. <laughs> All okay. in line. Okay. Yes, I clearly look like military. You're my local informant. All right. And that's where the two of you want to be? I mean, yeah, we burst right in. Okay. After I, we let him walk in. I just want to make sure seconds. you don't go further in than that. I would that's maybe, up to you. I would maybe be like here so that everyone can see. But okay. not further than that. And you're good where you are, Nines? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, shortly after you are done saying that, your invisibility ends as you hit about that six second mark. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to, are you having any weapons drawn? Very intimidating. Yeah, my weapons are drawn. Okay. Yeah. Then you appear in front of one of these thugs in the room. Weapons drawn. Are you holding them out menacingly or threateningly in any way? Um, I'm just letting them see that I'm well armed. Gotcha. The thug here, she looks rather taken aback and certainly stunned that an invisible thing just became visible in front of her. And that visible thing is a fairly large furbolg wielding very impressive, mean looking weapons. The other Doug next to her. She also looks pretty stunned. The third individual, who vaguely matches the description that you were given by, um, I can't name right now. Ernst. <laughs> it matches no, the description of Ernst. Ernst. Yeah. Okay. It matches the description of Ernst. Thank you. From Zachary. Yeah. And he he looks. Yeah, he looks kind of like slimy. Not like literally slimy, but he just looks like a sleazeball. No, oh, I thought maybe he'd just come out of the sewer. No, he <laughs> he just looks like a scumbag. Mm. He just has that appearance about him. So. Well, he, he looks at the Ernst looks at the scene and starts sizing you up. Uh, kind of raises an eyebrow at you and says, You're a bit small for a dragon kin, aren't you? Lay down your weapons, or I will have to execute you on behalf of the Empress of Glindring and the Greater Cormarian Empire. Yeah, <laughs> what? He said. Ah, uh, yes. Got the it. Cormarian Empire. Oh. <laughs> yes, uh, dead empires are so very threatening. I think I'll be passing on this. Your associates, how do they feel? They look a little bit more nervous, but say nothing. 
Okay, well. Olaf, hit them with you. lethal damage. <laughs> ah, you who are members of the Thieves Guild. On that behalf of the us. Royal Guard, I will ask you to lay down your weapons and surrender the zither and hams. I the what? I say it doesn't. This does not end, need to end in bloodshed and cast charm person on him. All right. What's the save on that? Fifteen wisdom. He blinks for a second or two and then looks at you. So what can I do to help my friends? Is he do I do I feel the spell is taken hold? You feel the spell is taken hold. I'm so good at this trying to person thing. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't get any combat it, in like it's... eight sessions. I never pulled this again. <laughs> you just stopped it, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to non-lethally whack these guys. <laughs> you can still non-lethally whack them. Oh, that's true. I can, yeah. I need I you to surrender. surrender yourself to the Royal Guard. I don't really want to. That would look... Well, quite bad. I enjoy what I'm here. Why would I surrender myself to the guard? I mean, you're rather nice, but all the others, they're, they're much more off-putting. Order your, ad, order your two allies here to allow themselves to be bound. What are you going to do to them? Tell them to leave, and then we can just, like, take him out on his own. All right. Why don't you tell them to leave since you're right there? You, who are members of the Thieves' Guild, I will give you an opportunity to leave without being non-lethally injured. <laughs> they, uh, they look at each other, and then they look over at Ernst, um, Mister, we are going to um, we're going off to thieve some things. We'll be back later, and they both just bolt for it, and they almost <laughs> knock you down as they they leave nines. Watch where you're going. All right, let's just. They are so rude. Let's just surround. They are rude. <laughs> Hey, that wasn't very nice of your friend there. Uh, he threatened them to leave. Why? Oh, well, why don't you come over here and we, I'll tell you why. Yeah, understand the need for secrecy, but all right. I mean, this is the Thieves' Guild. You should know what secrecy means. Well, after all, I am the master. Could you write a little, like, letter saying... Like a, saying how cool you are as the master of the Thieves' Guild. <laughs> I don't need a letter. You know this. I just want like your autograph and like so I can show people that you're my friend. I always leave these behind. He pulls out a little calling card sort of thing. 
uh, with this. Um, I knew it. I uh, knew it. <laughs> with this little gloved hand and a little sack of coins it's holding. And it just has in italics uh, underneath that the master. Oh, wow. And on the back side, it, it said, from your local thieves guild. Can I have one of those? <laughs> of course, you know I leave these everywhere. How, how is it spelled? It's This is spelled correctly. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Just, we just have to kill this. We need to search the area. So. Is there anyone else in here? Mm, I don't think so. So, no, Alric wants the head of the thieves. Oh, that's like I shall close this door money, so it's just it? us. <laughs> uh, uh, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you just get up next to him. Okay. Um, I uh, I can get there. Yeah, I don't think we're in turn order or anything. No, you're not technically in. Uh, Combat. I'm gonna yeah. walk over. You've definitely managed to avoid combat several times now. I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna flank him with Ulsa and say, "Do you want to be anywhere nine? Since we have a second, uh, I'm just gonna lean against the wall in the corner there, where you are. So you're kind of guarding the door. Yeah, I'm just gonna guard the door. Just, just lean back. Sort of like. All right. Like, I'm too cool for this. Of, yeah, blocking the door. In case someone tries to come in, they have to knock you over. I relock the door. Do you want to see a really cool okay. magic trick, Ernst? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know I love magic. Yeah. Alright, we just gotta do this. Okay. Do you have a new up-close uh, trick for me? I love them. Oh yeah, it's really cool, and I turn into a wolf. <laughs> Okay, you are now a wolf. Whoa, hey, that's uh, I feel that's, a little bad about this. It's pretty neat, but you know, you I, it, that's like magic. I've seen it but it's <laughs> in a world where do. magic actually exists. I think the only type of like magic trick that would work would be like the up close magic, like steal your pocket watch kind I of just, thing. I drop charm person. Oh, okay. So you're dropping that now. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to betray him. That'd, hey. be, that'd just be mean. What the hell is going on here? We uh, initiate combat. Oh, OK. <laughs> you're not even going to surprise Rondam. We're just going to be like, all right, we have to honorably kill the thief skilled master. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, if that's what you want to do, roll for initiative. You uh, you're not getting a surprise round here since you dropped charm person. Yeah, I felt a little bad about like <laughs> player remorse about doing it to someone whose mind I had like magically I, altered. Wow, well, you want to kill them with their consent at least. Oh, that's the them. least murder hobo thing you could do. <laughs> I, he he has been he has been a jerk apparently and and he is the head of the Thieves Guild. And, and it's worth 5,000 gold. It's 5,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the most murder hobo thing you could do. I'm is, sorry to kill you. And this is without Dromar. There's 5,000 gold at stake here. Mm -hmm. 
Zachary did say <laughs> he was absolutely awful. He did. What's your initiative? Um, 19. 19. And Ulseth? Uh, just 11. Actually, it'd be uh, 20 because I'm a wolf. Right. 20. All right. And knights. 14. Here we go. So, uh, sorry, you had the highest initiative, so go. F- you are up first. I'm going to bite him. All right. And I get advantage if I have an ally next to me. If an ally is targeting, is within five feet of him. Which there is. Because I have pack tactics. That's pactacular. Ooh, those are not great rolls. Uh, 11. <laughs> 11. Um, that does not hit. As you lunge out to try to get a grip with him, Ma, uh, he, he kind of like steps back and it's like, Gah. damn it, you fuckers. And do you have anything else that you can do? I am a wolf. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> then like does two. that end your turn? <laughs> yes. You could, make, right. you could make nasty snarling noises. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> bark, bark. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Bark. <laughs> Shut up. You're gonna you're gonna get Sophie going. (laughs) Yes, you are. You are gonna get our dog barking. Yeah, it is now Ernst's turn. Uh nines. Presuming you don't die. You are up next. And assuming I don't (laughs) die. Wait a second. (laughs) I mean, what DM doesn't like to throw a little doubt of living in their players' minds every once in a while? The uh, the master looks at you uh, and me, the at you, the wolf, Arthur, <laughs> and it's like, you fucking bitch, and uh, slices down at you. What is your AC? 13. Okay. Um, yeah, that definitely hits. So he... Yeah, it takes out a short sword, that slices down at you, and um, hits you for one damage. <laughs> so it makes makes contact, but just kind of, you know, gives you a little cut on your jaw. And he then uses his bonus action to disengage, and. Uh, he goes into the other room. You wouldn't mind moving him through the door. There's a road. And he is in the corner of that room. This guy? Yep. He's so do there. I get an attack of opportunity because he leaves my uh, space? No, with disengage, no. you you can leave the areas that would trigger an attack of opportunity okay. with that bonus action. And that ends his turn, so nines, it is now your turn. Uh, can I get to a part where I can see him through the door? Yes. Yeah, you can get yeah. block the door. Yeah, you can get there. Well, we can uh, pass through your space, theoretically. Yeah, you can and make uh, an unopposed movement through the space. Uh, how old is he? Young. He's like 19. Yeah, he's like 19, 20. 
He's pretty young. All right, I take a closer look at his face from where I'm standing. Okay. And uh, I cast Vicious Mockery. All right. Oh, I thought the leader of the Thieves Guild would have more than a peach fuzz mustache. You should have shaved that off. You look ugly. He, it, not that you guys had asked for like a detailed description of him, but he does actually have in the description I wrote a rather pathetic peach fuzz mustache. <laughs> I don't know how you nailed that, but you did. Well, obviously he would, you know, maybe. Yeah, so what wisdom save of a 14. I, oh, okay. I don't, yeah, I forgot about it. Okay, so what was the save on that? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, wisdom 14. Okay. He, <laughs> he looks at you and uh, says, Fuck you, at least I'm not covered completely head to toe in ugly ass fur. Oh, oh. you wish you were covered in fur. But Ladies he, would be all over you in your mind. But he does <laughs> fail the check, so go ahead and roll for damage. I knew that hurts you on the inside because it hurts me on the outside. <laughs> and that's uh, four damage. Okay. So when you uh, lob that insult at him, although he lobs one back at you, uh, you manage to really sting his e ego, and he takes uh, four psychic damage. Mm. Uh, Ulseth, you are up next, uh, and because uh, his, his two helpers are not in the room, that would bring us after Ulseth uh, back to Sorius. We think about well, you. Actually, I want to use my bonus action to inspire Ulseth. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Ulseth, you are inspired. Go cut his mustache off. He's ugly. Okay. I will do that. <laughs> that was epic cartoon. You are now inspired. <laughs> I feel very inspired. Ark. <laughs> I moved through the crowd. Is that, is that Jason? I can't tell quite where he is. He's in the corner. So he's like in there and you just kind of need to be there. there. Yeah. You, you, who are, who peach, are peach Fuzz, fuzz. <laughs> you may you surrender may... now. Uh, make a persuasion check. I mean, I suppose intimidation would be more uh, accurate to this, but it's the same uh, modifier for you regardless. Uh, 11. I've never backed down from uh, fucking assholes like you. I got my head back down him? from a razor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> your language is most disgusting. I, I raised Kachiralar. Like your face. <laughs> your face, yes. I raised Kachiralar and slashed down um, onto his shoulder and neck. Okay. Go ahead and roll for the attack. <sighs> Um, <laughs> that's a 10. The best part is the two is right next to the 20. Yeah. So you get to see what could have been. Let me see what could have been. A 10. Um, mm -hmm. A 10 is not to hit. So you swing your main hand and find nothing but air as he definitely dodges out of the way. That was very Quite deft. a nimble opponent. Deft and nimble. And I raise a Lashalar. 
and do the same. Okay. You did more damage with that anyway. True. That's 12. Uh, 12 also does not hit. So you swing down (laughs) with Katiralar in a pretty strong, hard swing. He dodges out of that. And then on the upswing with Alashalar, he sort of ducks underneath it. And you're just finding nothing but air with your weapons right now. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, I'm going to use my newly acquired action surge. Okay. To do the same thing. Sure. Go right ahead. Missed twice. I (laughs) missed twice again. (laughs) I will swing with Katiralar. And this time I get a 24. 24 does hit. Wow. But now watch. <laughs> Frustrated from your first feeble attempts at hitting him, you strike true this time and... And do eight damage. Oh, nice. Uh, you kind of catch him mostly with the broadside of the weapon, but you do make a slash across his mm-hmm. chest and a little bit of blood is coming out. You've broken through that layer of armor he's got do on. do an upswing with a lashalar. Um, 14. Although you make a pretty good attempt to hit him with Alashalar, you find your reach just wanting, having misjudged exactly how far he is from the blade, and yet you come up a little bit short. Okay, that's all. All right. Then, Soria, it is your turn now. Bark, 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 bark. Fight time. All right. Spark, spark. And I'm going to use my pack tactics so I can get advantage on my attack. Okay, go ahead. 15. You lunge forward with your teeth, and for a moment they find the grip on his armor, and then he shakes his hand out of it, and you, you lose the grip on it. Bark. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm done. <laughs> Bark. Um, then that brings up his turn again. And this time, he's swinging out at Ulseth. Oh, you fucking bastards. And what's your AC? Uh, 15. He brings his sword out and it good. It kind of catches the side of your chest piece, but it just glances along it and it doesn't hurt you or pierce the armor at all. It just sort of slides along it and causes no damage. He then takes. Uh, I have a reaction. Yes, you do. And I in reaction to his miss, swing out my arm with a lash alarm and attempt to disarm him. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll your attack for that. Okay. Uh, that would be a nat 20 plus 626. You managed to 
in sort of an burns. odd way, you actually bring Alashalar down along his blade mm-hmm. and then twist it out, and you've now disarmed him. He has no weapon. Bark! And I take my opportun- attack of opportunity, which I get yep. if I you successfully do, You do get an attack of opportunity with your weapons. With a, with both? Mm, or just Alashalar? Just, just Alashalar. Uh, but that's only a nine, so... Okay. You're good at rolling threes. I'm twos and threes. <laughs> yeah, surprising yourself a little bit with the deafness of your disarm. But you get a little distracted and are unable to make connection with your attack, uh, f- biting nothing but air once more. And Ernst is now going to use um, bonus action disengage. Is going to try to kind of climb his way out of here, but it's going to be difficult. Fark! <laughs> So uh, he he fails and he is now like kind of he has stumbled. And if you could knock over one of those barrels, he is laying prone kind of across the barrels in his attempt. He's he's just totally <laughs> fucked himself right now. <laughs> he's disarmed and laying out the barrels. <laughs> yeah. And that will end his turn, making it nines. Uh, I'm going to hit him with another vicious mockery. I don't know what there is to make um, fun of. In now. this case, <laughs> I, no. I, I mean, what could you possibly mock? For the record, I am going to make him roll with disadvantage on this one. <laughs> oh, yes, save. Well, yes. The worst part about fighting you here instead of the sewer is I have to smell your terrible cologne. <laughs> 14 is the save, right? Yes. Okay. Bar. Holy shit! That is two nat 20s. He actually makes the save, and it's like, I love my cologne! (laughs) Not the right attack point. (laughs) The right attack point. What else would you like to do? I'm gonna think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Contemplate. Would you like to do anything on you? I like that cologne. Is there something there that I don't understand? Does that conclude your turn then? Did it smell better with the sewer water? Hmm. Does he pick up chicks at Fazoli's? <laughs> Bark. Bark. Don't you and go I end my turn. Bark. Oh. Okay, well, so it is now your turn. You have a prone enemy in front of you. You can have advantage on your attack. You can have advantage on your attack. Now, we get the 5,000 gold for delivering the head of the thieves guild but we technically just proof of his or her demise well what if we just delivered the head of the thieves guild i mean not the head but the person alric specifically wanted him dead yes that's why i said proof of their demise well then we must be merciless i guess this is this is not in accordance with my code, I will say. He's been raining terror on the helpless and needy mm-hmm. for who knows how long. I will give him one more chance, though. Ernst, you who are leader of the Thieves Guild, we have agreed to surrender you to a man named Alrich. If you surrender to us and agree to go to him now, I will spare you. It's a that's a little long for like a free action. Now, 
I, I paraphrase that. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> yeah, then, Surrender or die. There you go. Uh, go ahead Why and make an intimidation check. Bark. God, three. <laughs> He's not feeling shockingly that intimidated by this. Two or 20. And just spits at you. Bark. Uh, I will raise Katiralar one more time. All right. And sweep down. You said I have advantage. You have advantage, yes. So there's a good chance I might get a two and a three again. Wow. I'm hoping for a four. No, five and six. So uh, 12. Also, and... get different dice. <laughs> shockingly. He's used different dice. He rolls the same. Okay, you shockingly miss. Yes. He, he, with that. So then I raise do. a Lashalar. Not wasting any time. I strike with my offhand. And, oh, get a 22. That hits. Fire. So uh, on your first swing, you're you're really off balance with Katiralar today. It is. It which is, is kind of typical for you. It is the odor emanating from him. It is It is making me dizzy. But with Alashalar, you find a purchase in his kidney. Um, eight. Eight damage? Yeah. Okay. You, you know. should just get two offhands. <laughs> I should just. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. You, you take a real. You don't get the blade part in there. But you get this sort of hard knuckle duster sort of punch in his kidney and it hurts and he kind of tenses up. It's like, um, and that uh, is what happens. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? No, I will pass. OK, then that brings to, up Soria to the wolf. Bark, 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 bark. Apparently, I'm going to need to get a little, like, wolf figure. I bite him. Maybe. <laughs> you haven't Art. yet bit him. You do have advantage on your attack this time. I, I have advantage on all my attacks. Oh, that's true. You have. What? That's a little sad. No. <laughs> 19. Hey, that hits this time. Art. Go ahead and roll for damage. <laughs> the indignant wolf. Eight piercing damage. Okay. And he has to make a DC 11 strength save or be knocked prone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, double prone. Well, he uh, even though floor. he already is prone, what I could say here is that you have, um, you know, basically worsened his state as he is uh, like roll under a barrel. So let's see if he makes a save. Fire. He does not. Uh, he now kind of, he has now slid in the barrel, has kind of like rolled back as you did this, and he's in one of those weird positions where your your body sort of like folded like this in a V shape, in the and barrel. A, like between two barrels, <laughs> and it's one of those almost impossible situations to get out of without like rolling onto your stomach and looking like a complete idiot and Bark. taking like 10 seconds to get up. So you've worsened his situation. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Bark. The nines, it is your turn. 
Uh, I'm gonna cast Vicious Mockery. <laughs> I still don't see I'm what you just, could possibly mock him about. <laughs> uh, I watched him get bit by a wolf and then just kind of get like caught in this like V position, and uh, Nines is just laughing hysterically at his situation. <laughs> so that's what a, that's... is the head of the thief's guilt? And he's stuck in a barrel. <laughs> I can't get out of it. He sucks. <laughs> he'll he'll roll with disadvantage on that one. The fuck? <laughs> that's two seventeens. Um, he he's unflappable. He, he just doesn't seem to be phased by the insult, cat. <laughs> Maybe he's just so used to it that he just doesn't, you know. Well, if he rocks anymore. that smell with that mustache, he must have confidence through the roof. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's but... The the irony is that he actually has a, a negative to his wisdom modifier. He, he's just rolling very well. Hmm. For, for, for that. <laughs> yes, for that. <laughs> everything else he's been rolling quite badly on. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? No, I'm still laughing. <laughs> Okay. Like, that was like 12 chance. straight <laughs> seconds of laughing. So I, I'll ask this, is it possible to just simply stuff him in one of the barrels or crates and take him back to Ulrich? Um, you can make, uh, I mean, you can try to grapple him. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, he's disarmed and... He's disarmed. He's disarmed. You, you he's can make a grapple. Over. It's he's, an opposed strength check that he has to make. He is bleeding in a major or way. Strength he failed a DC 11 strength check. I think you might be able to manage. No, I doubt it. That was the way I've been going. Um, so hey, You have to make an attack, and then he gets to make a strength saving throw. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to basically grab him and hold him so that we can, if we empty a crate or uh, something to stuff him in it. Okay. Basically, I'm trying to incapacitate. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to... So are you, like, picking him up or are you going to, like... Well, grapple him down. Grapple him down. Yeah, I'm going to grapple him down and try to hold him. Okay. So that he could be bound. Sure, got it. So basically, I'm just, you know, yeah. holding him. Um, roll d20, add your strength modifier to it. Not a saving throw. So Not a saving throw. I don't get my uh, proficiency with it. Nope. Just the strength. A two. More than a two. Oh, not bad. Uh, 20. Apparently, you just need to become like a monk and attack unarmed. <laughs> like, that's what you need to do. Let's see if he, he makes this. Uh, no. No. He has failed to resist and now you have him pinned on the ground. Okay. I took all his good rolls. You should be thanking me. <laughs> so I'm going to just ask uh, Zoria and Nines if they could uh, tie him up while we're while I'm holding him. Ark. <laughs> Nines, do you oh. know any? Do you know any knots? <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I can just like wrap rope around him. What's he going to do? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I take my hemp rope that I got from our late Dromar. Or is he Burr. alive? <laughs> I mean, the last time you saw him, he was he alive. Was you don't alive. know his current status. You have no reason to think he's dead, though. I can uh, feel I'll him in the force. He is still with us. 
go ahead and the way that we'll do this is you can make make it a, a d20 roll with dexterity and he's gonna have an opposed check against that because he's still struggling oh. you're still in combat right now uh, i just got a nine either good rolls or bad rolls there's no in between apparently so Let's see how he does. He's going to roll with disadvantage. He's got someone on top of him. He's laying between two barrels. This I'll isn't like a good He's spot. badly wounded. I'll sit on his face as a, <laughs> as a wall. Um, man, I haven't rolled less than a 17 since he got <laughs> into this position. <laughs> so he's a little too wiggly. Yeah, he's a little too wiggly for you to get a... Uh, get a rope around him. He's just kind of all over the place, and he's proving hard to tie up right now. Oh, Seth, punch him in the face! I can't do that next time. <laughs> if there's um, nothing else, I mean, we kind of went out of order here, but I sort of allowed it with the chaos that was going on, because <laughs> nines you attempted, and that's that was technically out of combat order. But Soria will say it is your opportunity to react right now because initiative track is all kinds of fucked up. I'm going to try and knock him out. Okay. Non-lethally. What are you doing to do that? Since you are a wolf at the moment. Kick him in the head. Can I just sort of like clamp my jaw around his neck and like kind of like make him go unconscious <laughs> or would I bite too hard and pierce the skin uh wolves aren't really built That's to like a cat. unconscious their victims they're more built to tear their victims I'll just bash so. him with my paw <laughs> um bonk <laughs> I mean all I can think of is go to horny jail right now <laughs> so, uh, go on. Go ahead. Bash him with the like, Is there like a, a stick that you can just like grab in your mouth and walk him with it? May I have my staff. <laughs> you do have your staff. It's just kind of laying in the ground on the ground in the other room. Technically, it merged with my animal form, but it says that you can actually have your items be separate when you change. So, so I'll, I'll leave that up to you. So I'll grab my staff and just smack him on the head as a wolf. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll with disadvantage, since this is a whole new experience for you. Far. Very improvised. But I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You've thought about it a lot. This is very new. And... Uh, uh, with a wolf strength. Yeah, add, add your strength modifier to this roll. I'll say since he's there. Wait, he's prone though, right? So I should get advantage. So it should balance uh, that, out. That's to be that's true. Just a single roll. So just re-roll those because just a single roll. Yeah, just a single they cancel. roll. Yep. Because we don't know which one would have been the other one. Nine. I'll say that even though he's like prone, you technically didn't break his AC with that. You do manage to get a, a bonk in bonk. <laughs> and, and and he takes a damage from that one, one point of damage. 
There, there was enough effort in there. I felt like rewarding the effort. So how quickly did this combat you designed fall? Oh, immediately. Built this fight out. And I was like, okay, this should be a pretty good fight. You know, three on three. And then you got the other two to disappear. You charmed him. And then and now you're all sort of rolling around on the ground in the back room of a thieves' guild house and bonking him on the head with the, like a horny jail stick. This is bark. This is hilarious. I, how do you, you can't engineer this. You can't. This is, this is player driven. Whose turn is it? At this no one knows. <laughs> At what point does he just give up? I'm, I'm going to check that now. Because he just got bonked by a dog with a stick. Well. You've been barking at him. He assumes that you're a dog. <laughs> I have a stick in my mouth. <laughs> but he's um, immune to insults. He, so Not I, the first one. He rolled a two on his do I give up his check. Morale check. <laughs> At this point, I'm just going to say he's so damn demoralized <laughs> that he just sort of stops struggling and is like, oh, Jesus. He, he can't, he, he recognizes he can't get out of this. So he's not going to get away from it and decides to save himself. I bonk um, him a few more times. Further struggle. <laughs> I, uh, I, I take the opportunity to use my knot skills and tie him, bind him up with my rope. Uh, he, you do that. He does not. I do that? I don't have to. No, he, he doesn't I resist. I rolled a nat 20. Did you really? I did, yeah. Well, you make beautiful knots. <laughs> you know how you like you can make a knot. Inescape that... there is one. Inescapable. Inescapable. Tying up knots. a victim merit badge. <laughs> um, you do that, mm-hmm. and you even manage to make like a little rosebud kind of looking knot on just just as a flourish. Mm-hmm. So. So he's like a <laughs> like if there were such a thing as Christmas, he would be a the, present. <laughs> this this sad combat has has officially ended um, in the back room of a house with a dog bonking someone on the head. And uh, are we putting him in barrel now? And that, that's where it ends. You're out of combat. Um, I'm going to initiate a search of everything. Uh, we're just... looking. We're looking for a zither, a couple of hams, and anything else, and uh, and and an orb that we have yet to find for Tobok. 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 Okay. I'm gonna sniff for the ham. Um, your your nose. You, this is a new experience for you. Right. Well, you've been many other like people, but you've never been another animal except for a cat except for a cat once but this is this is all new for you and the the sense of smells coming off of this is really a little overpowering at first you don't quite know what to do with it and it takes you a second or two to get a grip on everything around here you've been focused on bonking this guy (laughs) and 
and his, and now, and his cologne is just permeating Now that you can everything. calm down and stop being kind of wound up in combat, you smell this incredibly oily stench of his cologne that's um, got the smell of... Uh, to you, it smells almost like a, a dead turtle. Like, there's just this, uh, like, almost <laughs> rotting smell to it. <laughs> it's not... Like you walked into a Long John Silver's. <laughs> <No>. oh, God. <laughs> we are never going to get sponsored by, by any restaurant. Any restaurant. <laughs> well, maybe. Except Carl's just... Jr., the best uh, burgers in town. <laughs> and Hardee's. Do we even have a Carl's Jr.? in the city. <laughs> no. I have no idea. I don't think we do. Um, but you take a moment to kind of get your bearings and cool, you do smell. Um, there's a not like a hidden door, but you know, it's a, a trap door latch and it leads down to a cellar. You kind of like grab under the ring I and just paw it. you just paw it. OK, so you're pawing at the door. Mark, <laughs> would you like assistance opening the door? Mark, I think she likes this dog thing too much. I open the trap door for the dog. Whoa! I like how we didn't check the this is... guild if there's a trap. I'm gonna quickly turn into uh, a furry podcast. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't check the cellar door for traps. No, and. As you open it, I step I away you, as I watch them walk. Do we even have a thief in our party? I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Both of us? No, you, um, uh, unless you were standing right in front of it I as you opened it. it. Yeah, but were you standing right in front of it as you opened it? Ten. I don't know, I guess, probably. Oh, saving throw. I would have only moved enough for him to open it. Okay. Then, yes, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. All right. You. You both take. Uh, four damage as a flurry of little darts just comes uh, rocketing it from below. Just <laughs> and you've got a couple just kind of stuck in you. Um, mm -hmm. It makes sense and, that after this epic battle <laughs> with the leader of the thieves guild you would just open the the trap that we door would take damage from uh yeah a trap yep yes, i'm sorry it looks like porcupine now mm. <laughs> can i turn have i seen a porcupine in your life yes you've seen a porcupine mm -hmm. i can note of that <laughs> yeah i mean you lived in a fairly wilderness filled environment so You've seen, you've seen a lot of animals in your time. Trap now triggered, um, darts now embedded. You venture down into the cellar below, and turn you turn on my lantern. You find Just that the cellar below is actually fairly well lit. Oh, I turn off you my still lantern. Turn on your... <laughs> I am going to just say lantern. Oh shit! Sorry. I'm just going to sit in front of where we have Ernst and make sure he doesn't escape. Okay. Just hold my staff and I'm ready to bonk him again if he moves. Down below, you find um, you know, all sorts of 
things just kind of shoved in corners and piled on top of each other. Some are in boxes. Some, most of it's just kind of loose. There's a little bit of like straw in the corner, but you see just dozens of items, presumably all stolen, mm-hmm. all over the place. Uh, on the top of one of these piles, you see the zither that you are looking for. There's only one in the room, uh, but it's been a fairly recent theft and it's just sitting on top of one of the piles. Oh, Dines, did you come down? You're taking the zither? Yes, I'm taking that. I'm watching Ernst Mm -hmm. so that there's someone watching. Yep, keep your bonk stick ready. Bonk. 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 (laughs) Bark. Um... So that's that is what's uh, down there at a quick glance. Mm-hmm. Do I see anything that would look like uh, fervent technology? Uh, not at a casual glance. Do you want to investigate the room more thoroughly? Yes, I want to look at. Look at All right, make an investigation check. Since I'm so good at everything today, I will get a two. <laughs> Being unfamiliar with like thieving (laughs) operations, you're not like quite sure what you're looking at. And there's just this over overwhelming sense of stuff just piled up everywhere. Nice. I am overwhelmed by the amount of stuff and cannot make out anything. Could you take a search and see if there is anything of value here? Fine. But if there's something really valuable, I'm taking it. <laughs> Finally, I roll a nat twenty. Ah. All right. Well, nines, uh, looking around, you sort of figure out their sorting system, and you realize, okay, one of these piles is for, um, just like foodstuffs, and they're all kind of stacked on top of each other, a little more neatly than Damn. some of the other piles. And you do find hams in there. You also come to understand that there's you know, piles of just home goods. There's piles of kind of books, other reading materials, some, you know, small sort of furniture items, like, you know, really nice looking side tables that are like inlaid with the uh, metal of like gold leaf brush dip patterns kind of stuff like the things that are, you know, high end pieces of furniture. And you're starting to piece out this sorting system. You also um, notice there's a corner that's a poorly concealed stash of things that when you look in there, looks to be kind of kid stuff. But you find a first edition gold leaf holographic Testaxi. And Gloria, come quick. You you recognize the Testaxi. Yeah, this Testaxi is called Meowscar. I hear this, so I'm going to drop my wolf form, reappearing as Maggie. Okay. And I'm going to just bring Ernst down with 
me. Are you just gonna shove him down the you hole? Could, you uh, could just call me up and I'll go up and watch him. Oh. Can you Since watch can you watch Ernst Olseth? That would be fine. I can make neither heads nor tails of this. Um so I will watch Ernst. I come down. Did you find the ham? Well, I found ham, but have you seen this Tastaxi? Is that a Mounts car? <laughs> yeah, it is. That looks like a first edition gold leaf holographic Mounts car. Yeah, it does. I grab because it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can add a first edition gold leaf holographic Mounts car to your Tastaxi collection. You also, Nines, find in the corner of the room a loose brick. And in curiosity, eat, you pull it back and, oh God, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and you discover that it's poison, poison mushroom. There, there's a little hollowed out uh, space behind this brick. And in there, you find 400 platinum pieces. What? <clears throat> we are so rich. We're nice. I'm just looking at the... There's a very high thing. investigation check needed to find those 4,000 gold pieces. And you you made it. You, you made that. So you find 4,000 gold pieces. Are there more than two hams? Yeah, there are definitely more than two hams. There's a lot of uh, foodstuffs in the basement. It clearly this is you know sort of a supply spot for thieves. Do any of the? I'm gonna. I want to look over. Well, actually, since we have time, I'm going to use my new spell and take ten minutes to ritually cast detect magic. See if there's anything magical in here. While she does that, I'm gonna raid the food supply. Save a bunch of hams for Anna. I won't eat the hams. I'll eat uh, whatever else is in here. All right. Okay. Yeah. Would you complete the ritual to cast deck magic? You sit there in a moment in this uh, field that you've created, and reach out, trying to sense the environment around you, feel no magical tugging. You don't feel anything. I want to also make sure Ernst isn't wearing anything magical. You don't You don't feel anything. You, you, okay. I'm just going to kind of say you've got this, this field around you. Okay. Well, since you're taking the time to do this, and you can sort of meditate and sense out farther than this spell technically allows you to. Uh, and you don't detect magical or right. Ernst either. The only thing I want to do then is see if any of these books are about any sort of magic, arcane, or fervent tech. There's you know, dozens and dozens of books. At a quick glance, none of them seem to be about that. Most of them look to be kind of uh, sets of books, like series of things, um, all published together. They're pretty nice editions of these books, you know, good quality. Yes, yeah, some have kind of that gold leaf that goes on the edge of pages, but 
nothing, nothing that seems rather esoteric as a fervent tech book would. <laughs> all right. So if you come back up, okay. um, we need to search all of the barrels and crates. Can we do that fairly quickly? Search all the barrels and the crates. I mean, there might There's be a lot of them. There would not be a search them quickly. Uh-huh. Well, I think we found... You Is found... there something specific that you want to try and find? Well, we're, we're trying to uh, find the books, uh, Orb. There is, I, I will say this, there is absolutely nothing in here that is fervent tech related. Well, and that uh, becomes apparent pretty fast as you start to look through some of these piles. I want to find a container large enough to hold Ernst, but, like not, so, but not bigger, so either a barrel <laughs> or a, a chest, and um, something that would also hold all the hands. Um, you know, there's a chest around that you could fit that in. It would probably take, you know, one of you on each handle to carry mm -hmm. the chest because it's, you know, fairly large. But yeah. With Ernst? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the hams? We need to return the hams. So can we put those I in like one of the boxes? We can just carry those. Yeah. Can you just carry the hams? We'll just tie them up as like, if they're like legs, we could just tie them all together. Yeah, I mean, you can just swing the ham, hams like a ham on your shoulder. A hammock. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we stuff, I, I empty out one of the chests and stuff Ernst in it and say, um, you will be visiting Ulrich. I hope that it goes well. Who? Yes. And I stuff him into the chest and close it. <laughs> I take right. out my ink and I write horny jail on the uh, chest. Bonk. <laughs> okay. You do that. Nines, what did you find behind that brick? Oh, you know, just platinum. I don't know what we need it for, though. All <laughs> oh, right, the money. <laughs> I guess you each get... Uh, I did I is it just like labeled 400 platinum on the bag or do I <laughs> well, don't I don't know. there's you, you don't have like an immediate account of that you don't sit only one two but for the purposes of inventory and money keeping it is 400 platinum like you each get 133 you may keep the extra for having a finder's fee what's extra <laughs> The rounding error. <laughs> All right, so. But it never be said that I'm not a generous DM with money. No, apparently we're super rich. You mm -hmm. you are quite wealthy. We may never right. see level three, but we have platinum. <laughs> and isn't that what really matters? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not it's the experience. Twenty extra you... gold. It's not the experiences you make, it's how much money you make along the way. Wow, this is really so. brought by Amazon. <laughs> Shall we return these items to to Anna um, and then uh, inform the authorities that they may come and perhaps restore these stolen goods to their owners? Well, here, if we just look outside, 
Is there like any guards or any officials? Yeah, probably. The... There were two strangers just opening people's <laughs> doors recently. Yeah, and I didn't get alerted <laughs> to that. Mm-hmm. No, actually, there's there's no guards around right. here. Yes, we no should. <laughs> we should. The random trying of locked doors appears to be a common occurrence in this neighborhood. What we should do is, yes, return the zither and the hams, extra hams, to Anna. And then take, let let a guard know if we see any on the Mm -hmm. way that the Thieves' Guild is here and that there's a bunch of stolen goods in the basement. And then then, uh, return Ernst to Ulrich. Yes, it will only be half of the thing because we haven't found his... Urban Tech Rod yet, but this is true. So, but well, at least Wait, didn't it. he want us to kill the Thieves Guild leader because he thought the Thieves Guild had the uh yes his tech, but oh, we okay. haven't found the tech yet. Yeah, so should we not return? Give him. I don't know if he'll give us the bounty if he's not actually tied to the crime. Well, he won't give us the bounty yet, but he wanted to see the thieves' guild destroyed. But then we don't have to worry about that part of the um, agreement when we find the rod. Oh, yeah, and thieves and the company at Blaze is probably tired of us bringing hostages. Yeah, uh, that's what I was world. thinking. Is we probably shouldn't. You know, keep bringing in hostages into our safe house. <laughs> Probably a good idea, yeah. So, execute. Execute. All right. Did the, uh, did the chest start, like, panicking? <laughs> As we say, execute. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's having a hard time hearing you inside the chest. We don't close all the way so Eric can come in. Probably a good idea. Yeah. There's, um... Uh, There's a little bit of a struggle that you have. This is, you know, a chest with a person inside that you're kind of lugging through the city. Why don't we just have him walk? Um, no, we... He belongs in horny jail. That's <laughs> where he'll stay. And are you are you taking him directly to Ulrich? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we should get him taken care of first. Yeah, he's heavy in a nuisance. So you make your way to the Blackwell Bar, and when you get to the door, the bouncer, doorman, well, he uh, looks you up and down. It's been a while since I've been here. I've been on business for Alric. Mr. Zweigeld is currently in a private room. Uh, do you need someone to request his presence? Yes, I do. <laughs> Very well. I shall do so. Hello, Tabaxi God. Welcome back. <laughs> he... Let's you inside. Are your two companions coming with you? Yes. Very well. He gestures to the two of you to enter. And I drag the chest. Better entering from front. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, you guys have never come in this way. (laughs) (laughs) And 
we have been backstage. He he gestures to the lounge room that you've been in before and seems to imply, please find a seat. He heads upstairs to where the private rooms are and disappears on the other floor. So this is what it's like. This is much better than the uh, back room. They had a terrible uh, food stand. That is true. It, was it free, though? Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, so, at least I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so it wasn't that terrible. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> wow, what happened? After, Sometimes things are not worth free. After just a minute or two, the doorman comes back down with ever disgruntled looking Ulrich Zweigeld behind him. Who the fuck summoned me when I'm... Magdalene, it's you. Hello, Ulrich. Hello. You have something for me? I tap the chest. I have the Thieves Guild headmaster right here for you. Here's his card. He examines the card. With the lick. That's what Tosses I the card away. <laughs> I'm still yeah. working on the rod, but Is I wanted you to... On the... I want you to know that I'm close and that the one who stole it is at least held accountable. Wait. <clears throat> I should give you 4,000 of the 5,000 gold. Because if I'm honest, having him brought here is oh, a bit more satisfying than uh, even having my fervent tech back. Of course, I still want that back. Oh, I... I have a lead being worked on right now on where he stashed it. If anyone can get it back, it's... You know I'm always capable. Oh, very capable, indeed. Now, <laughs> I'm definitely alive. If you excuse me, I would like to get back to my relaxation. Of course. Uh, Where do you want me to dump this? Oh, I am sure Hans here can take care of it. Can't you, Hans? Yes, Mr. Feigeld. Excuse me, you are a Hans. Yes. Would it be possible for me to retrieve my rope? What do you mean? I have bound him with oh, my Seth. rope. Just buy new rope. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just got like 8,000. <laughs> the doorman looks that. at <laughs> right. Ulrich, and Ulrich <clears throat> just says, Yeah, the rope costs what? It, yeah, I'm sure a gold. Five, yeah. ten gold. There you go. Have a gold. <laughs> <laughs> the, he, he says, uh, You can pick your gold up um, at the local bank. And oh. he writes out a, a little slip of paper and hands it to Magdalene with an order to give you 4,000 gold. All right. Now, if you would all excuse me, just get back to my station. Have a pleasant, have a pleasant time. Thank you. 
and he heads back upstairs. The doorman just kind of shoves the uh, chest with his foot, just like he's alive. Why does it say horny jail? The kid is 19. Why do you think he's in there? <laughs> is that enough? The, and this like kind of hulking figure just reaches down, picks it up, and then walks it towards the back. All right. Let's drop off the hams and then get our money. And the zither. <laughs> Also, okay. <laughs> has like I don't know, like somewhere between two and ten hams, More hams. hanging over his shoulder. Yeah, so we let's go to. No one uh, asked about that. <laughs> no, let's go to Anna's and uh, have her sort through the hams. You, you make your way back through the city streets. Um, Zachary in tow, and you reach the home of. Anna and her brother. Um, and he says, I suppose this is what I must do. If, if it's all right with you, I'd like to tell her in private. Of course. And we dropping you. I assume you're just dropping the hams off. So we leaving her with all the hams. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Nines doesn't want a ham. They have ham at the. I mean, I take. There's like five hams that you got. Hams. <laughs> How many hams? Were they? Were they, there five they hams? There's, there's five. Oh, hams. We'll just leave all five hams. Yeah. Yeah. We just got a lot more. My ham. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have ham at the guild house. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been sitting in a greasy 19-year-old's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Aging. <laughs> yeah, it's five hams. Uh, thank you. And the zither? Nines, yeah. do you intend to return the zither? Yeah, I, I guess. Can I return it? All right. You can buy a zither. Thank you. I guess. It a great deal to myself, <laughs> but especially Anna. Have this back. Yeah, anything else that's missing, we can place. I appreciate your help. I'm sorry that my choices brought the trouble your doorstep. Although I'm glad you've been able to find some reward for doing so. So I, I give uh, Zachary the extra gold that Aldrich gave me to buy rope. <laughs> oh, now, now who's being generous? <laughs> it's like, I this, need that uh, rope back. This, this, I like uh, that rope. It was a, it was a nice rope. It was, it was. I know, appreciate it. Made it made a beautiful knot. <laughs> debating rope quality. <laughs> and Zachary takes his leave and heads back inside to tell his sister the hard truth. Supposedly, we will not check in on that. <laughs> so let's. Uh, you want to go to the bank and cash in our yep. gold chips? Our gold IOU? Pretty much. I mean, it's essentially a personal check. We will go to the bank. Ah, one more time to a bank. 
Now that you, we're very familiar with the concept. You find the uh, bank, which you've actually been to before. You recognize is it. Is it the same bank? It is the same bank, actually. And they also recognize you. They uh, look you up and yeah, down for a moment. retail reaction. So, uh, slightly... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Slightly <laughs> just apprehensive, like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Not again. Welcome back. How may we help you today? Two things. We need 4,000 gold. <laughs> two, oh, dear. Two things. First, <laughs> yes. I don't know if you're personally familiar with me. I'm Magdalene, the infamous mercenary around here. I'm not familiar with uh, any mercenary, infamous or otherwise. Yeah, you don't know that I have an account here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'll the status of- wire fraud on the list of things <laughs> that were <laughs> You started this campaign by saying, man, changeling rogues are so cliche. And now, well, 10 sessions in, here you are at the bank going, how can I commit gentle robbery? Hey, she's dead, and it wasn't our fault. Hey, she's yeah, dead. So it's fault. What's, what's the harm in robbing? We knocked everyone unconscious, but then Soloth killed her. I mean, everyone unconscious except the people we give to other violent criminals. (laughs) I mean, we didn't (laughs) try to knock. You spent a lot of time unconscious. The bomb just didn't work. Uh, It's yeah. Well, it's convenient. (laughs) (laughs) So, man, you got real murder hobo tonight. (laughs) It's really murder hoboy. What do you mean? We were hired to take out this guy. <laughs> I slip him the check. He looks at it and is like, oh, and just goes back, um, quickly processes the check, gets you a um, little sack of coins. And, and I and also says. Would you divide that into three equal portions, please? No. And brings, brings the bag back and hands it to you. No. Never mind. Here, you each get 1,333 gold. He brought it back to you in platinum. Oh, good. So you each get 133 platinum. Yes. Do I get 34? That's only fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. I don't think they like us. If you right. recall, I had asked you to keep a certain chest safe and secure. Is it continue to be safe and secure? <laughs> yes. I'm sure it is very safe and very secure. It is in our maximum security vault. I am glad to hear that. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> Do you take tips here? No. Okay. Unfortunately not. And you hear him mum as you kind of like walk away, you hear him mumble something uh, along the lines of not that any of these rich scumbags would tip. <laughs> Uh, 
I will have. I won't shout that in the middle of the bank. I so. would like to have accidentally left that extra platinum on the counter for him. <laughs> That's how business is done. <laughs> that is he, what I have learned of society. He, he, <laughs> do you do you look back? No. Okay. He. He picks up that piece of platinum, and as you're making your way, you're about 25, 30 feet away from the door. Madame, you left a piece here. I wouldn't I, want you to forget it. I don't, I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> you didn't get anything in return. I, I mean, we got all the other money. Okay, well, that was with the bank. You didn't have a transaction with him. Say, <laughs> this is how things I've done, I'm pretty sure. I appreciate the sentiment. I can't willingly accept this without your formal recognition. You have given it. Oh. Really? Madame. I work at a bank. We must be incredibly careful all of our transactions and make sure that our clients receive their funds and items in accordance with their expectations. Losing something and forgetting something in a bank is very difficult compared to the, yes. all the other transactions. Did I have to sign a paper saying I forgot it here? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you wish to give it to me now, you may. I have done my due diligence to ensure that you have received the funds that are legally yours. Yes, you may have them. I yes, greatly it is legally hers. Generosity. <laughs> <laughs> it's legally mine, Magdalene. <laughs> that was yes, the most because you are Magdalene, <laughs> a very much alive human. <laughs> he gives you sort of like this short bow. Uh, as a show of maybe a formal gratitude. Hey, you know, he likes them. Transactions at these things called banks are very difficult. I like the stuff. I, I prefer just dropping things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all leave now. And go back to the company right. house. You head back to the Did company we cover house. Everything? Yeah. Um, everything we have. Do I have to report this, our mission being done? This whole thing actually didn't take all that long to complete. It's just a little bit past supper time. That's I bet why for the audience for, it felt like weeks. That's why they ask for us by name. Mm -hmm. And your second job now completed. Completed. We must um, report to Zoloff and collect our fee. Yeah. Yes, like 70 silver. <laughs> Probably. I do not think it was nearly that much. No. <laughs> No, it was not. No. And I bet it is not divisible by three. It, actually, it it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> the it's three silver. Salah. It is fifteen silver. Is what you will receive. So five silver apiece. Wow. This mercenary kid really pays well. <laughs> Yeah, we're like super duper rich right now. I feel like we should definitely go to the magic shop. When you arrive at the 
uh, company house, you find dinner is just being wrapped up. And this steward, who is the steward in training, is carefully putting things away and um, preparing the food to be stored. Excuse me, you who are steward. Hey, uh, yes. We have not yet eaten today. It has been a rather long day. We have been in the presence of ham and did not eat any of that. Um, so if you do not mind, we would like to, <laughs> we would like to uh, have a quick dinner before you put it all away. That is a nine um, album. Of course. Of, 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 yes, of, of <laughs> course. Please um, help yourselves. I help myself. The steward uh, who's training this one emerges from the back where the kitchen and other you know work kind of utilities are and just sort of nods like, yes, you're getting the hang of it. Good job. And uh, steward in training heads into the back room now to take care of other business, leaving the food out for you all. Oh, is Soloth in? This time the Normal steward, the one in training, having disappeared into the back, says, uh, yes, Commander Soloth is in his private chambers. I believe he's writing some letters. You need me to alert him that you require his presence. Yes. Are they juicy love letters? I would not pretend to. I will, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so juicy. <laughs> so be in the presence of ham. <laughs> so you um, eat. Uh, have some dinner, and after a little while, Soloth comes out to the common area. I heard you all needed me. What? What's going on? We're first, your job. <laughs> You finished the job. Is uh, that what you said? How could you make that out? <laughs> the Sether job. In mercenary and general infantry work, you get used to hearing people talk with their mouths full. Yeah, we finished the, the job for Anna. That was very nice of you. The pay would have hardly attracted anyone else in our company. Oh, she we did ask at. for us by yes. name. Yes. I suppose that is technically true. Yes. So, well done. Um, it was very kind of you. You did. <laughs> I mean, it paid pretty well ultimately, but... Oh? Oh yeah, we took down the Thieves Guild. <laughs> we robbed them a second time! <laughs> I got this super mega sweet first edition Gold Leaf Holographic Meon Scar to, to Staxi. Hmm. That is pretty you nice. Anything, you you have anything to trade so off? I'm not trading no. Oh. It's a Meonscar, first Shh. edition. We have to see what he has. <laughs> I don't trade. And he He sort of ha you see this little pouch on his side and he opens it up a little bit, and from the inside you can see Nothing but, like, rare holographic gold leaf 
to Staxies. You you can't identify any of them because it's just you know looking through a little pouch hole. But you see that there this is a whole bag filled with very rare to Staxies. Yeah. Wow. Do you have a platinum edition, Professor Meowmers? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Yes. <laughs> yes, we would like to know. If you become skilled enough, perhaps you'll find out one. What do you mean I'm super good at this? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you practice. You're getting better. And... Meowch. (laughs) (laughs) He he closes the bag. Well done. Taking care of that. Uh, Is there anything else that you need to update me? Uh, We do need the 15 silver payment for the job we had done. Ah, yes. Um, I shall remind the steward to dispense the funds to you all. Um, Otherwise, we have Otto Hartfeld working on our clue towards finding Oramon and his... Hmm, was that the key? Yes. Ah, good. I'm sure something will come of that. Yes. We certainly do hope to fulfill our contract on the Tibok robbery. Have you made any progress yet on determining the source of the murder cult? I was just writing some letters of, of concern to my superiors within the Company of Blades, as well as some contacts within other orders that I have met over the years to see if they have anything to share. But. Uh, it will probably be some time before I hear back. Okay. So what was on the buffet table tonight? Well, the steward has learned that uh, you have some particular proclivities towards pretzels. So there were pretzels mm-hmm. on the table. Uh, finding that you were slightly disappointed with the last batch, uh, the steward took a little more time in arranging for better pretzels. Went around town finding some of the better suppliers. And of course, the usual, like, uh, warm stewed meats mm-hmm. that they often have at these uh, dinners. Um, some mashed potatoes, gravy. It, you know, it's a fairly Germanic so style of mm-hmm. food preparation. Our crowd. Yeah. Um. I would say we should have told Salath and maybe retroactively have to alert the city guard to the location of the thieves guild so that they can bring. Hmm. We can can leave that information with the steward as we collect our. Yeah, we'll let someone at the guild. Um, I still want Soloth to let me know what his favorite uh, adventurer group name is. I didn't forget about that. <laughs> I don't play favorites. You know that. Hmm. But everyone yeah, but some of them have really favorite. stupid names. So one of them might have a good name. I won't tell you my favorite, but I will tell you one that I found particularly embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Dish. Dish. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sits down and just like... Well... I think maybe the worst name that I've ever heard of for any mercenary group. 
several years back. Uh, I was operating, well, in the free states of Kemerzon. I know the two of you probably don't know too much about the free states, but nines. I'm sure you know quite a bit about it, having, of course, lived there. Absolutely. Now, the free states, they're a little bit more interesting. And there's a lot more flavor of the folks. There's a fairly talented group, not entirely unlike yourselves. So, not quite talented. He indirectly complimented us. And I offered... Senpai's favorite. <laughs> I offered them some employment. I thought they would make a good crew, and indeed they did. <laughs> the name that they chose was perhaps the most ridiculously arrogant name. They called themselves <laughs> the Fixers. That is a doofus name. <laughs> I, oh. I casually crossed that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I've ever heard a name for a group who was admittedly skilled, but thought much too highly of themselves. Unfortunately, several years later, it wound out that they couldn't actually fix one of the problems they were hired to solve, and um, several of them were killed. It oh. grim that. But... Well, better luck next Very time. poor name choice. <laughs> that won't happen to us. I'm sure. No. Generally, my advice in finding a group name is don't choose anything that sounds badass. I bet I no one ever... I saying nines plus one. <laughs> ah. They won't do it for some no. reason. <laughs> <laughs> I bet no one asked for them by name because it would have been too embarrassing even to say it. I'm not sure how many people asked for them by name. They did make a pretty good career for themselves while they were still operating. Well, now we have two names not to choose. Since you're in a chatty mood. <laughs> I suppose I am. Why don't you tell us more about yourself? What do you want to know? Where are you from? Originally? Yeah, well, I'm... Not a big fan of uh, sharing this. I'm I'm from outside of the Navinian Empire. What? Aren't they like an island? They are, but they aren't the entire continent. Most people react poorly when they know where I've come from. Now, I have a easy grasp on geography and no opinion about any country. <laughs> Sorry, that was... I have even less than that. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, um, I suppose that's fair, honestly. Yet, outside of the Navinian Empire, there's a 
country that used to be much larger, used to actually control most of the continent. Wars, infighting, and general disorganization have led it to be much smaller. And they have a rather poor reputation for being a bit of a warmongering state. It's the country of Kritmarior. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it's an ancient language that its name comes from. Could you make the spelling of that for me, please? K R Y T M as in Mary A R apostrophe Y O R. It is quite a mouthful. The country only ever trades with the free states of Kemberzon. No one else will trade with them. Having come from there, I can say they're a bit misunderstood, but in millennia past, there were indeed once great warlords, vicious, vicious leaders, and they fought constantly with the Navinians until one year, in one fateful war, the Navinians pushed them back. Pushed them beyond the runic lands and back behind the wall of the druid. Which druids? And the Agmar Nodal. <laughs> they stepped in to end the fighting. I mean... How much would you say the Agmar Nodal suck on a scale from, like, really suck to really, really suck? I have many friends within the Agmar Nodal. See, they're one of the few places that provide any aid to us. I mean, After I... millennia of being a well, rather warlike nation, uh, you get a bad reputation, to put it mildly. <coughs> What most of Kritmarjor is barren desert, dry wastes, and not that much to eat. The, the Wall of the Druids is a glade of trees stretching from the north all the way to the southern borders, completely cutting off the Navinian Empire from Kritmajor. It is impassable. No one can make it through. It forces you out. You try. It's magic forest. More than 100 miles thick. But it keeps the Navinians out as well. Navinians bore a bit of a grudge after several millennia of constant warfare, and they tried to end us all. Why about the nation? Mm, the druids wouldn't stand for that. They stepped in and created the barrier so that neither side could attack the other directly over land. The Navinians have tried to invade by sea for time, but uh, sailing the waters around Kutmajor is challenging to say the least only one or two places where a ship can reasonably land. But it's a hard life there. 
And when I was young, I chose to leave. I took a ship into the Free State, started working in the capital, Kimmerzan. After you know, working as a mercenary myself for a while, I saved up enough money to pay for passage of my two parents. I have no siblings, only child. I brought them over. It's... <laughs> They still live in Kemerzon. I see them from time to time. I try to send them a letter. At least once a week. So, where do you live now? Other than from company house to company? Well, that's most of my life. And unfortunately, in some regards. Fortunately, in others, I do get to travel the world, which is rather nice. Gotten to meet many different people and go to many different places. Not a bad life. Can be a bit lonely though. I keep a permanent residence here in Glindring, in the capital. My husband lives there. What does he do? He's uh, actually a doctor. Did he give you that leg? Yes. Actually, he did. It's, uh, how we met. I was in his care, the hospital in Drogmara. The... Well, it was actually the Royal Hospital. Which is where all of the soldiers that serve under the Royal Family attended to when they are injured. I had been hired as part of the Company of Blades for well, what they would call a border skirmish with the former Republic. Well. It didn't go very well. I lost my leg. Yeah, passed out in combat, wound up in the hospital, and that's where I woke. Stayed there for several weeks, recovering from my injuries, and being tended to with what magical care they could. Then I was, well, fairly badly broken. I'd been hit with uh, some sort of new electrical-based weapon channeling lightning or some such thing from the Cornwall Republic. I don't know what it was. I haven't seen it since. Don't have any desire to either. A lot of my nerves were shot. Couldn't really do much. And my legs went missing somewhere in the melee. Don't know how I lost it. After staying there for several weeks, I was mostly healed up. And when I left initially, gave me a crutch to walk on. I reported back to the company and for a time started doing basically the job I have now, simply recruiting. I was getting used to having lost one of my limbs and 
getting my bearings on how to wield a sword. Uh, finding some sort of prosthetic to stand on. And that's when he he approached me. See, he's a bit of a tinkerer. And has friends within the Irvin Guard. They worked out this little bit of machinery. It's powered by the natural heat that my body generates. I'm a Assuming that you're all familiar with Ganassi. I'm familiar with you. I suppose it's not surprising that you two haven't met many Ganassi. I was a one. There's not that many of I us. I turned into Ganassi. Now you're met two. <laughs> two can be as bad as one. There's uh... oh, this again. <laughs> There's quite a variety of Ganassi. We're imbued with elemental effects. I, the element of fire. Some water, some lightning. There's many of us. Is there one powered by heart? Not that I'm aware of. That would be gross. <laughs> but the world produces many strange things. And this leg, it uses my natural heat to create steam, and it powers itself. It allows me to move around. And not quite like I did before. It's a little clunky if I'm trying to move quietly. But it also gives me some other abilities. That, well, let's just say, I didn't have them before. Just like when you kicked a Magdalene. That's true. I turned back into Magdalene. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit about me. Wow, your husband literally completed you. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> What's your husband's name? Oh, I have to have some mysteries, don't I? No. You already have your Tastaxi, mister. <laughs> We're Perhaps gonna find if we get to know each other world a little Tastaxi better. champion. I tend to respect the privacy of my husband. That's fair. Being a mercenary is dangerous work. We make enemies. I don't want to put him at risk. Hmm. Have we made enemies? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of them. All the time. Ah. <laughs> uh. Where'd you get your really cool sword? This? Well, one of the benefits of being a mercenary is that most of our contracts stipulate that what items we find, we keep. Unless they are yeah, specifically they requested within the contract. Yeah, that way we don't have to turn in like the 8,000 gold we got on this mission. No, you don't. That's one of the reasons this works out so well. Finders keepers, is that part of your code? No, it's more an understanding of the industry. So you found the sword on a mission? Yes, I did. I was able to... Uh, pick up a couple of nice things in my journeys when I was a bit younger. 
This sword being one of them. Does it have any sigils on it? Not that I've ever looked for. I took it from a particularly nasty opponent. And he kind of pulls it out from behind his back. He keeps it. He makes a little twisting motion with his hand. And the blade extends out like you've seen before. Coming quite long and large. Expanding out with a little... It certainly catches people by surprise. Especially when you stab them in back. Well, definitely then, yes. Is it... Mm-hmm. Is it weird for you that I look like Magdalene right now, that someone you've killed? I've seen so many strange things in my time. Not much catches me by surprise anymore. Hey, Have Soloff, you- check out my shoes. And then I tap them three <laughs> times. <laughs> Why? Four copper. They were practically free. Talk them down from five. Did you go into a magic store and ask if they have any discount items? Yeah. (laughs) Why does that make sense? (laughs) Well, I suppose at least it's a conversation. Yes, although it usually ends a conversation. (laughs) And so it has again. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, you excuse me, I'll... I have to finish writing some of these letters. Yeah, it was nice talking to you. Yes, it was very nice. And I guess then we shall wish you good night, day, as it may be. You all have a nice evening. And he heads back to his office. So, shall we turn in now? I do not know. Well, you should not turn into anything else. No. <laughs> <laughs> Way to cut I me will, off. I will rephrase that. <laughs> Shall we take a long rest now? Will this, will this, will this count as a short rest, eating? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, count as a short rest. Good. Now I have my wild shapes back. <laughs> Fair enough. I could Is literally. It's a longer rest. I'm going to try turning into a porcupine, because <laughs> I wrote it down. You, I'm trying uh, out my new ability. You turn into a porcupine, and now you are a porcupine in the company house. No? I have already been struck with darts. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll turn back and pull those out. You. I mean, they're still in you as well. Yeah. You you didn't remove them yet. Well, that was in my wolf form, so I assumed they popped out when I changed back because I have a separate health pool as a wolf. Suppose that's a fair point. So So Olsaf was just asking about his valuables that he put in the bank with just 
a bunch of uh, needles Darts. inside of it. <laughs> I pull out the needles and just throw some oregano on it, and I'll use my other ability because I want to use all my level two abilities. And my first episode is level two. To I heal do. you. Seven hit points. Oh, well, thank you. I only needed four, so I am super healthy now. And now I've used all my abilities. I used my one ability earlier. I only inspire two people. (laughs) Is there anything else you guys would like to do? Well, we'll probably Uh, check in on Heartfelt tomorrow. Correct? Yes. We have we have yet to find two books uh, item and Alrix's and Alrix's item, although he did not seem to care about that as much. Um, and perhaps we should explore more uh, Fervin's uh, items. Yes. So Tibok and Alrix's items are hopefully with Koromoth, which is where this key will lead us. Well, then we should definitely attempt to find Koromoth. And I I'll also need to ask Hartfeld about the uh, Griffin next time we see Mm -hmm. him. So that is what we shall do tomorrow. Um, Although I did not have a pretzel earlier, so I could not have a pretzel day. We had one at dinner. Yes, I could still make a check to see if I am having a pretzel pretzel evening. evening. I feel like we all should. Well, as we have become accustomed to now, ending the sessions with a pretzel check seems oh, to be no. the order of things. Uh, oh no! Can I, I am sorry, on but the company of blades, thing? even it's though they have made a great effort, have not found great pretzels. Uh, I pull a George W. Bush and I start choking on my pretzel. <laughs> Did you roll a natural one? I roll a natural one. You medicine check. I am like. <laughs> yeah, you had you start having an allergic reaction to something <laughs> that was coating this pretzel. You don't know what. Was that a chocolate pretzel? You know, cats shouldn't eat things like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Esoria helps you out. You you do not have a pretzel day. I rolled a ten. Yeah, you know you're feeling okay about the day. Not not your best day ever, but you're feeling okay. I feel like we should also. Just spend all our money at the magic store. <laughs> and Ulseth, would you roll? Four. Okay. Wow, that's one of your best numbers all night. It is. <laughs> <laughs> On a D20 anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. As, well, I, as I head down the hallway, I go, you who are steward in training, your she... effort to find a good pretzel was much appreciated. However, they were not so good. Uh, Please. I, I'm... I was... I'm terribly sorry. It is all right. You tried. But perhaps you may try harder tomorrow. I will try harder tomorrow. There's a pretzel store near the fine raiment's tailor that has pretty good pretzels. Thank you for the tip. I shall... And you're kind of noticing, like, the steward, like, coaching him, like, oh, ow. (laughs) And he says he'll check on that tomorrow. Uh, defeated nines goes to bed and just 
flops his extended f uh, shoes all the way down to his bed. <laughs> yeah, you didn't put those back, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> all right. Then we shall conclude today's session. Yeah, we have this nice kind of arc going on, you know, where you guys seem to be going to bed at the end of a session. Mm. This is nice rhythm we have Getting going on Getting regular here. sleep is important. It is. Get eight and hours a day. Eight, or yeah. night. A long rest being eight hours long is the most fantastical part of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> that would never happen in real life. It really is. <laughs> um, well, that ends a session where you guys made an assload of money. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. Why are you giving us so much money? Yeah, none of this stuff is guaranteed session. for you to ever find. So you're earning it. Weenie, I, I'm gonna I'm definitely just, find magic items. I'm just trying to place realistic sums of money within the people who you're interacting with, because you're interacting with wealthy individuals and thieves, which are sometimes the same thing. Oh. And we went to the bank. <laughs> you went to the bank? Much more lucrative than hanging out with people with zithers and hams. I we, mean, we hanging out with people with zithers, zithers and hams did get you in a position to earn a lot of money. Have we oh, continued? So that's true. Have we continued the to only not, good roll I had? Have we killed like, any non-like monster yet? Personally, have you personally yeah. killed any non-monster? Like we killed some rats and stuff, but I don't think we've actually killed any people. We've continued like. Since we started recording live shows like this, well, rather than a pre-recorded, I can't immediately no. think of one. We're being you guys good. murdered the hell out of the whole lot of people before we started broadcasting. Well, that. I didn't. <laughs> one or two. You cut a bandit. That's one. Well, we came to. It was two then. <laughs> Saw that coming. We're, anyway. having, we're having a real problem with ones and twos tonight, but in many ways, oh we're very, we're very good about being non -lethal. But we never have any problem with nines. I'm proud of all of you. Oh, I just make them cry. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Love you. Bye.